Hello, this is Do Go On. I'm Matt Stewart. And I'm Taran Jayamana. And uh, we're in Sydney. And uh, we're about to be in Brisbane. And we're doing live shows. They're called Dry Dryer. And also, who knew with Matt Stewart in both those cities? And you can get details at mattstewartcomedy.com. Anything else you want to tell the good listeners that do go on, Saran? Well, the whole point of this was you thought that it might be more engaging if you had a different voice. But you've said most of the information. So, hey, come see us in Sydney and Brisbane. Yeah, that was engaging. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether it's your first ever website or your business is expanding, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. Upload video content, organize your video library and showcase your content on beautiful video pages. You can even sell access to your video library by adding a paywall to your content. Cha-ching. <laughs> you can help with written content on your website with Squarespace AI, which I used to write this next sentence, so check this out. Generate instant, personalised results that know and show your brand identity. Explain what your site is about, choose your tone, and enter what you need to get short or long-form text. Squarespace AI, Squarespace AI makes it easier to go live, stand out, and succeed online. Oh, Dave, if only it could also not just write it, but read it too. <laughs> And edit it. <laughs> hey, sell exclusive content on your site by adding a paywall to sell memberships or courses. Or sell files your customers can download like PDFs, music or ebooks. Man, it's starting to sound like I'm obsessed with money. <laughs> <laughs> and you are. So head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. This week's episode of Do Go On is brought to you by some live shows that we're doing. Matt says we need to move some units. And if you live in Perth, we are coming there, not this Sunday, but the Sunday after that, which is November the 3rd. The Comedy Lounge in Perth It's going to be a great time. Remember, November the 3rd. Remember, yeah. remember the 3rd, 3rd of November. November. That's how you remember what date to show up to this gig. Yes. So we hope to see you there. We're doing a live podcast and then we're doing a uh, second half quiz show. It's uh, two shows for the price of one. A few tickets available at dogoonpod.com. And uh, the month after that, early December, it's coming out really quick now, we are coming to the UK and we've got shows in Dublin, Glasgow, Birmingham, Leeds, Bristol and London. A couple of those are already sold out, but uh, if you want to get in... In for those shows, just go to dogoonpod.com. Matt, tell me, did I just move some units? I reckon you did, but I reckon what will move them even more is some sort of internet celebrity endorsement. Do you reckon we could get one? Uh, hi, it's Mesa here from the internet and podcast and stuff. Um, I hardly endorse this event or product on the Planet Broadcasting Network. <laughs> it sounds like we're holding you at knife point. Yeah, it sounds when like. When it's actually a gun. <laughs> knife would be nice at this point, actually, yeah. 
be a luxury. Meso says that you have to do it. You Good. know what? I've been to tons of do-going shows, and you should definitely do that because I have a grand old time. And maybe I'll be there. I won't be there. It's a long way away but from just, where I live. Can I cut that bit out? We'll, just, yep. we'll cut it on maybe you'll be there. Okay, yeah, cool. Maybe I'll be there. I'm now, giving away prizes. <laughs> <laughs> now, on with the show this week. And we blessings have... and kisses. <laughs> This week we have a special celebrity guest. I wonder. God, I can't wait to see it. Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Hello and welcome to another episode of Do Go On. My name is Dave Warnicky and I'm sitting here with not one, not two, but three handsome and beautiful people. And that oh. is Matt Stewart, Jess Perkins and our celebrity guest that I alluded to seconds ago, Nick Mason. Thank you for having me here. It's always a pleasure. Happy part of block. block. Happy block, everyone. Yeah. Happy block to you. you. Happy block Happy to bo- you. I mean, is this peak block? Yes. Does it get any blockier than this? It does no. not get any blockier than this. <laughs> a, Whatever context that means. Is this, yes. is this the blocky two of the block franchise? Yes. Yeah. Blocky, yeah, Creed. This is blocky act two. <laughs> okay. Back in the block it. <laughs> you tried and I love it. Mm. I, I tried and I succeeded. Mm. Thank you. So if people don't know, uh, Blocktober... Uh, is the happiest, most joyful time of year where uh, this podcast does the biggest and best topics uh, of all. Oh. Yeah. And, um, Can you imagine one day there being Blocktober carols? Yes. <laughs> wow, I'd love that. I can. I can picture that. Yeah. Um, full name, of course, being uh, Blocktober Grace period. Month celebration, I think. Is that right? That's pretty close. You came up with it, Nick, didn't you? What was it? I did not. Okay. (laughs) I'm not even entirely sure I've been part of Blocktober before. But if I have, what a pleasure. (laughs) What what an absolute pleasure. Last year you did a Blocktober Grace report on Batman and Barry Finger. Oh, yeah, that's right. Bill Finger. I was going to let you go. and Thank you. Hope you you receive emails. (laughs) 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 Yep, Barry Finger. You're a real a-hole. Oh, what? (laughs) (laughs) But this week, so you're doing a topic that I feel like I'm, maybe we talked about a year ago or something. A few people had suggested it and I'm pretty excited. Do you know what it is, Dave and Jess? No, I don't. No, you've said a couple of topics that Mason may like to report on, so I don't know. Did you even, did you come up with a question? Uh, yeah, I'll give you a question. You know what? It's a it's a four part question. Ooh, so that's a lot of parts. Feel free to jump in at any time you okay. feel comfortable. You can jump in and try and guess all four answers. Yes, you can. Yes. Oh yeah. okay. okay. So question one: Who leads? Alvin the Chipmunk. No, huh. that's a Theodore. That's a that's a partnership. They're equal partners. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Are you sure, the question's not who leads. Oh, that's a good point. Leads. <laughs> Hmm. Are you sure? It is about pencils, mate. Yeah, this is about the HB pencil. It's my favourite pencil. <laughs> it's all right. Question two: uh, if, uh, 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 Who does machines? Oh, Donatello. Oh, yes, my favourite. <laughs> oh, Leonardo who? leads. Who the best? Who's cool, but and I cannot stress this enough, is also rude. Oh, that's Raphael. That's Raphael. Mm. Yeah. And who's the straight up party dude? Well, that is one. Jess, come on, you can have this. 
<laughs> I zoned out. Oh, no. I forgot who's left. Splinter the rat. Yeah. <laughs> He's a radical rat. No. Who have we already done? We've done. We've Leonardo. done the leader. We've done the, the machine doer. And we've done the cool one. Yes. We've done Raphael. Raphael. That's right. It's the Ninja Turtles, but Leonardo twice. <laughs> We're not counting one. Michelangelo. Great. Yeah. He is a party dude. Ninja Turtles. We're going to talk about the Ninja Turtles. Cool. So you guys, who's, who's in the Ninja Turtles, the Turtle Mania wheelhouse here? I wonder. Um, I definitely am. Yes. Because my sister's three years older than I am. She was a huge fan of it when mm-hmm. it was absolutely the biggest cartoon in the world. Yes. And because of that, I think that's why I am obsessed with it. Right. Oh, oh really? Okay. Was it okay. early 90s? Was it the was, peak? No, uh, yeah, it was kind of the early to mid 90s. Because that's when of... the movies came out. Yeah, well, what? Uh, look, we'll get to it. Oh, probably probably yeah. in a Jumping report. Ahead, potentially so in a so report. We'll in chronological order. What about you, Matt? Are you, are you a turtle, oh, yeah. turtle head? I, I, call that oh, yeah, I'm a turtle, I'm turtle <laughs> heading right now. And I, um, <laughs> I saw the second Ninja Turtles film at the cinemas. The Secret of the Ooze. Yeah, with yeah. Vanilla Ice and his uh, Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go rap. Huh, what did he think of the movie? Uh, he loved it. Oh, that's oh great. <laughs> 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 He's, he always he likes to... <laughs> He likes to see his own That's work. That's my favourite joke in the world. When you do one of those, said it never works. <laughs> Here we are. No, I, I think it worked very well. Oh, great. Mm, okay. Just for the people at home, uh, Mesa was double fist pumping <laughs> his own effort there. Oh. Yeah. No, but I was I was all the way in. I had the um, figurines. Me and my brother, uh, as, a, as a family, we got a bunch of them for Christmas one year. And then we had to, we got to choose. And I. Oh, my, you got to pick. As the bigger brother. Yep. I was chose. the bigger man, and I let him choose first, which was a, All right. and so a crucial made, mistake. A stupid mistake. So you yeah. got a lame one, is what well, you're saying. Well, I, I did, but it also changed my favourite, because everyone's favourite when I was a kid was Michelangelo. Yeah, party dude. Um, it's sort of the obvious one to go. He's the funny one. He's a party guy. He's everyone ever oh, I'm really worried. Women want to be him. Men want to be on him. All I'm about way. to say, worried that Matt's about to say that he's a Donatello man. I'm a Donatello oh, man. Oh, my goodness. No, what are you doing? So I got, he's got a stick, mate. <laughs> he took... So my brother took... Uh, took Michelangelo, so I took. I'm like, well, you got to go the leader then. Mm. And then he goes, you played right in my hands. I'm taking Raphael. He's cool but rude. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and then got... I took Donatello. Wow. Um, he took Splinter. I think I got Krang. <laughs> and I think. Um, well, you got a real bloody yeah, I mean, yeah. so, so bloody King's you, ransom of Ninja Turtles. in the affluent East, my friend. <laughs> well, I m- imagine these these were the, the bloody um... turtle blimp. Which one of you got the turtle blimp? <laughs> I think these were bought at the Dandenong Market or oh, something. Okay, so cool. yeah, they were probably Blenage Blurt and Blinja Blurtles, but um, you know, pretty close. So well, I wasn't crying. My it report was is on flang. actually yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my page one. It just says the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were pretty good, but they were not a patch of the Blenage Blue. Blue, 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 Blue. <laughs> so, but and, and because of that, I grew to love Donatello. He became my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Even though probably, ah, oh, it's tricky. I'd say Raphael's probably the most interesting. He's kind of like the Ryan from the OC. You know, the brooding bad boy. Right, That's but which one is true, the yeah. Sandy from the... Uh, Sandy, well, he's so. Michelangelo. Party dude. <laughs> Cowabunga dudes. <laughs> I'm Sandy Cohen. Let's go solve some cases. That's what he did. In the law courts. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Michelangelo was famously a lawyer by day, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Laws yeah. up, dudes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, the Ninja Turtles. Uh, I was a big fan back in the day, as we all were. Um Sorry, did we establish Jess? Were you a fan at all? Oh. Um, I my brother's seven years older than me, so he's we, right in the sweet spot. Mm. Yeah, so we watched. I watched the movies, yep. which I can't remember uh, 
perfectly. But we had these, my brother had them, we had these like um, plastic mugs mm-hmm. in each of their colours yes. that had like stickers on them of each character. Uh-huh. But over time, those stickers came off, so they were just colourful plastic mugs and they were our go-to Milo cups. Ooh. Yeah. And did you have a colour and therefore character you would Milo with? Uh, we, well, we ended up only having red and purple left. And I'd probably always go red. Oh, the bad boy. Mm. The Ryan of the FC. You know me. Yeah. A lot of bad boys. A lot of bad boys and party dudes in this uh, in this room, right? Yeah, yeah. there are. Yeah, we're, we're a room full of Raphaels. That's right. <laughs> and Meso, your favourite? I think it might have been Raphael. Raphael, yeah. wow. Mm. I'm the only one who picked the leader with two swords. I, <laughs> What's wrong with you guys? I, I was... I, Walking in the room, I'm like, he's going to pick Leonardo. Oh, I yeah. loved Leonardo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pick a favourite by the end. Okay, that's yeah, nice. Maybe we'll, have, maybe we'll have different answers by the end. Yeah, but that's I true. mean, so yeah, like I, I think, like, there's always a Ninja Turtles property happening. Like, there's, there's, there was just a couple of movies. They're going to reboot it again in like a year. But like, when I was a kid, like it was, it was Turtle Mania. It was like the biggest franchise, and it started out uh, as a comic book. I don't know if anybody knows that. But uh, I should stress, this this is there's going probably going to be a lot of talk about the comic book. But I should point out the the difference between this and all the other uh, comic book reports I've done in the past is Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird, who created the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, are very very rich now. Oh. Like they they haven't died in 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 poverty and despair as as most of the other yeah, people. Everyone else, it seems like it all went wrong, and they got real every, screwed everyone else got rich. Yeah, for sure. And so. Um, it's e- it's even quite difficult to determine how rich they are, but if it helps, uh, Peter Laird at one point bought 130 acres of land near his house so he could turn it into a ski resort, and Kevin Easton <laughs> Kevin Eastman at one point had a number of Ferraris. The um su- the uh, sci-fi fantasy magazine Heavy Metal, like he bought it, like the mm. whole thing, uh, and he owned a tank. Imagine so. imagine having so many Ferraris that uh, somebody, say, driving by or, or walking past couldn't count them yeah. easily. You know, it's a number of you know, Ferraris. It's a Ferraris number. he's got. He's yeah. got several oh. How many were you picturing? I was picturing two. <laughs> <laughs> I was picturing like eight, Whoa. which I don't think I could count quickly. It's quite a fleet. You know, yeah, a fleet of cars. Mm. But I also love the idea, and obviously you'll get into how it all came about, but yes. you, if you'd go back in time to like before this happened and you said one day you'll have several Ferraris because you'll create a comic about some uh, teenage mutant ninja, ninja turtles. turtles. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so anyway, so very quick bit of background about uh, the two guys. Uh, so uh, Kevin Eastman uh, was born in Maine in the United States, uh, and he, hang on, I've got, you know, I've got some notes. I'll probably yeah. read from the notes. That might, that'll probably Before, work. up until now, you were just going from the top of your dome. Yeah, we should say that, like, Jess, Dave, and I write a report, and we read a report. We go word Meso for word. comes in, and he goes straight from I the top go, of his dome. I just go to the top of the dome. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Okay, so uh, his grandmother was a painter, and his father oh. uh, was a tool and die maker who also liked to draw. Um, and so he thinks he gained some artistic sort of inspiration from those two. Uh, and he... His father and his mother were divorced, but his father would take him out on the weekends and take him to drawing classes because he knew that that's something that Kevin liked. Uh, after <laughs> there's always a moment like that. After high school, uh, Eastman uh, went to uh, the art school in Portland. Uh, he went there for like a semester, and it was quite expensive. And they didn't really mesh with what he liked. He liked T- cartoon. Drawing. 
Yeah, Ninja just, just during Ninja Turtles. Uh, that's all he wanted. They all told him he was crazy. But who's crazy now? Yeah. Uh, he yells from his tank <laughs> as he's running down the Dean of Admissions. Who's crazy <laughs> now? <laughs> please, sir. He please. also doesn't have pants on. Yeah. <laughs> when you're rich enough. You don't have to. You don't have to. Uh, so basically... Um, what what he loved was uh, cartooning. He loved comic books. Uh, he didn't. He loved especially Jack Kirby, who I think I've mentioned in a previous report. Who was kind of one of the people that built sort of the Marvel universe. Um, but he didn't like the superhero stuff. He liked some of the weirder stuff. He liked uh, ones called Commandy, who's the last boy on Earth, which was kind of like a sci-fi future fantasy uh, kind of comic book. He liked the Losers, which was like a World War II uh, style comic. Um, and one day he was working in a restaurant, and he met a waitress that he liked. They decided to move to Massachusetts together. That is fast. Yeah, pretty fast, right? <laughs> I mean, how big was his tip? Very big. Yeah. Yes. Uh, would you like to de- any dessert? Oh, sorry, he was working in the restaurant. Okay, so right. they worked, they yeah. worked together. <laughs> I was also imagining he was yeah, a customer. for sure. He uh, definitely said he was working. Okay. Because the first thing I thought was the nanny theme. He was working in a diner, and I was like, and I'm off. <laughs> yeah, was sure. it Flushing Queens? <laughs> it was uh, It was Portland, Maine. Oh, he was yeah. working in a diner in Portland, Maine. It kind of works. kind of works, kinda right? Not bad. Uh, and so uh, when he moved to Massachusetts, the, 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 the romance didn't work out so much. Oh. But when he was there... Uh, he discovered they had there was like a like a piece of street press. It was called Scat Magazine. Oh, uh, Jess, you've been to this. <laughs> just, just love Scat. No. Love Scat. What? You, aren't you a big Scat fan? No, I love Scar. Oh, Scar. Scar. How does oh. Scar sound again? <laughs> but she's never heard of Scat. I don't know what but Scat is. But she is doing a poo. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> so anyway, uh, <laughs> Scat Magazine. Was kind of like you know alternative street press, and they have cartoons and funny little articles and stuff like that. And he was like, "This is perfect. I'm going to go to them, and I'm going to show my portfolio, and I'm just going to get a job there. This is going to be terrific." So he showed up at the doorstep of Scat Magazine, and it turned out that immediately prior, they'd completely changed their business model. So instead of like doing funny articles and 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 cartoons and stuff, and then having it being supported by advertising, it turned out they could just make more money like designing people's advertising. So they just switched. They were like, "We're not going to make the magazine anymore. We're just going to, we're just going to be a, an oh. advertising company called Scat." Does, is that? And this is seconds before he arrived. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, and they all shook yeah, hands yeah, and went, yeah. "That's it. Yeah, that's it. We no longer do this cartoony yeah, thing." Yeah. Knock, and, knock, knock. <laughs> and so, yeah. So he was like, "Okay, fine." But they were like, "Look, we like your portfolio, though. It's kind of weird, cartoony stuff. You should meet this guy, Peter Laird. He's done some work for us before." Uh, and so they gave him his details, and he called this dude up. And he's like, oh, hey, you know, uh, I was recommended we, we meet up and we can work together kind of thing. And so he goes over to Peter Laird's house. And Peter Laird's house is, like, filled with, like, toys and comic books and artwork and stuff like that. And the first thing he sees sort of pride of place in the center of the apartment is, like, a original Jack Kirby piece of artwork from The Losers, one uh-huh. of his favorite comic books of all time. And he's oh, like, wow. well, this is going to work out. Yeah. So, and they kind of – they really got along as friends. Uh, and then sort of summer ended and uh, Eastman's like, well, I've got to go back to Maine. And then a couple of months later, uh, Laird called him up and he's like, hey, listen, uh, I got married and I moved. <laughs> I'm, I was having some cake yeah. at a diner. Yeah, I met right. another yeah. waitress. And then one thing led to another. Anyway, I moved to a bigger house. It's got room for a, like a studio in it. Um, how about this? You move with move into our spare room. Not Nothing weird, but just move <laughs> into your spare room and we can hang out and we can kind of work together and we'll see if we can come up with something. And he was like, okay, that sounds pretty good. Uh, and so they they got together and they uh, 
created a company called Mirage Studios. It was called Mirage because there wasn't anything to it. It was just, <laughs> it was just like they they had they made up letterhead and and stuff like that. But it was basically just them in the in the in the living room, <laughs> like working on the couch kind I like of thing. That. that ring that I know that name. Do I know it because of Ninja Turtles? You might do. What is there any or the other concept of a mirage? Do, oh no, that's it. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did they go on to do anything? Well, you'll probably talk about that. Oh yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> forgot how the show the works. The Ninja Turtles. Did you just shush they, yourself? Yeah. They move on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Matt. Let <laughs> no. Mace talk. I was just, I was saying what some of the listeners were saying. Someone at home is, is like thinking shush so hard <laughs> that it made me say it. Well done. That's powerful. Yeah, so what they, what basically they did. And they're in they the were future. Like, they were like, okay, well, maybe we'll, we'll create some characters. Maybe we'll create some work. We'll kind of sell it to Marvel. We'll sell it to DC or something like that. Um and in the meantime, what they did is they created the – fir- the first thing they created was like uh, a zine called Gobbledygook. Mm. Uh, do we all know what a zine is? Yeah, it's like, yeah. Uh, it's like – it's short for magazine. Yeah. But it's like – It's uh, photocopied. Yeah, it's basically that. It's kind of, you know, you, you create some artwork and some articles or whatever and uh, you just photocopy it and staple it together and you give it away at, you know, alternative bookstores. So or sort of self-published. Yeah, self-published. And so they created they, – they were working hard on that. They, they came up with an issue of that. And it had a character in it called Fugitoid, who was a, a fugitive android, uh-huh. hence, hence the name. Okay. And it had some, you know, art gallery samples and stuff like that. that they thought they might be would shop around. And they had one one day they had they had a big day working on their zine, uh, and just just hanging out at home. And they decided, okay, we're going to take a little time off. We're going to we're going to relax and, and zone out. And Peter Laird's favorite activity uh, when he wanted to not focus on work was to like watch some bad TV, so, like, watch The A-Team or, like, TJ Hooker or something like that and just kind of, like, focus solely on that and just kind of concentrate. And Eastman's favourite activity when he wanted to uh, relax was to annoy Peter Laird <laughs> and, like, knock him out of it, like, and just kind of do anything he could to distract him and, and annoy him. And so apparently that day he just had, like, a stray thought and it was, what if Bruce Lee was an animal what would be the worst animal he could be? <laughs> that was that. That's the genesis. He just had this thought, and he's like, "Well, a turtle." Like, he'd, of, of course, because that's you know, it, it's it's awkward and weird and slow, mm. and and you flip it over on its back, and it's done. You can't imagine with a shell on their back, they'd be all that uh, agile, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, unlike yeah. Bruce Lee, the greatest martial artist who's ever lived. <laughs> Quite agile, yes. arguably, yeah. arguably, arguably, uh, agile. So, he's an agile man. So what he did is he. Um, he just got out one of his sketch pads and he just drew like a a, a, a really kind of awkward <laughs> standing up on its hind legs turtle with like a mask on. I think I might have a, a piece of... So is here. the A-Team still playing this whole time? The A-Team is playing. That's the, there was a soundtrack by the A-Team. <laughs> or the LJ Hooker commercial. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, here we go. Uh, so he just basically drew this this figure. It's the first one here. This this is good for the bloody listener, oh. isn't it? Uh, and, he just, uh, and he just was like... I mean, what it doesn't change all that much. Well, that's true. I mean, it get, they huh. get certainly more anthropomorphic over the years, but he's got these little mask on. He's got his little nunchucks. Kind yeah. Of thing. And that cra- cracked Peter Laird up. And so he basically <laughs> drew this one. He's like, all right, good, good work. And he drew another one, which is a little more sort of... Uh, so they're both by the same artist there, sorry, or did one draw? No, that's, uh, that's Peter Laird on the left. and that's, yeah. uh, Sorry, that's Kevin Eastman on the left. That's Peter Laird on the right. I've got to tell you that Peter Laird did a less good job. Yeah. He's like, let goodness. me have a go. To be fair, he was just trying to watch TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know? It looks like he devolved the draw. It looks like the other way around. The, the second one's the sketch and the first right. one is like... Uh, 
more beautiful art. <laughs> and not to be outdone, uh, Kevin Eastman then was like, all right, we, we're, if we're going to do this. And he created, he, he sort of created four Ninja Turtles with, with all their sort of individual weapons. And he created this little four-piece Ninja Turtles here. He wrote uh, Ninja Turtles. He, he drew this up. And then Peter Laird was like, okay, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Man, that's, that's the awesome. genesis of the character. Wow. And so, and so the idea was that every word in this represented like a hot trend in comic books at the time. So it was kind of like, let's see how many stupid trends we can fit in. <laughs> so like mutants were the X-Men who were hot at the time. Uh, teenagers, DC had a, a team called the New Teen Titans, which was like Robin's superhero team. Uh, bloody turtles. There were a lot of funny animal books. And like in kind of independent comics circles, there was a character called Cerebus who was a um, like a medieval aardvark kind of character. He was like the most popular independent comic book wow. character. At the time, so they're like, yeah, to keep the turtles in, funny animal character, and of course ninjas, which is kind of you know that's Bruce Lee, Bruce Lee, and ninjas, and cool. agility. Ninjas mm. are always cool. And you know what I mean? What does that word at the top represent? That's a mystery to this day. Like right. nobody knows the answer to that. Te 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 teenage Gotcha, gotcha. Sorry, dumb question. This sketch was sold at auction many years later for seventy-one thousand dollars. Wow, that's a bit of a bit of a. So he just sort of whipped that up. Just whipped that up. Yeah, they're just hanging out on the couch, chatting, making each other laugh, and they made that. And they made that as a joke. And at some point, it goes bloody beyond a joke. So they've got very different drawing styles, obviously. Yeah, Eastman is more kind of gritty. And Laird was more kind of sci-fi, maybe maybe right. more Kirby influence, but um, yeah. And so, uh, speaking of ninjas, that's probably the, the biggest point. Like at the time, uh, Daredevil was a big, uh, it was a huge comic book at the time. There was a guy called Frank Miller, who's a writer and artist, and he'd uh, basically he uh, put a new spin on Daredevil, the, the Marvel character. It was kind of goofy, like a kind of a goofy, like a lot of Marvel characters, kind of goofy and kind of hokey, and he put this sort of ninjury spin to this character. So if you don't know the origin of Daredevil, he's like a he's a he was a he's a young man uh, and he sees a, this old blind guy walking across the road and this guy's about to get hit by a car and so he uh he jumps and and pushes the guy out of the way and as he does that this uh can- canister of toxic waste like falls off the back of a truck and hits him in the eyes and he goes out like a light and when he wakes up he's gone blind. Uh, but all these other senses are kind of super enhanced. Mm. Uh-huh. And the Ninja Turtles origin in the comic books, the the it was it was a like a a couple of steps to the right. In the in the Ninja Turtles origin, that, that same thing happens, except after it hits the kid in the face, the canister then bounces off and it crashes into a kid who's holding a terrarium of turtles. <laughs> and the whole toxic waste turtles mashup falls in down into a sewer right and they also run it and, and it and it splashes also onto a rat yeah and they become they the the, the mutagen the right. ooze transforms into the teenage so splinter was there from the start in the in the original comic books yeah. yes yes he was they, they they made some changes for the cartoons later but he was he was always yeah there. in the in the films they had uh splinter was he was he morphed from a he, he was the a pet, pet rat of a <laughs> Karate expert, yes, or that's a ninja. The, I that's guess. the same. So in the ninjutsu, ninjutsu. Expert. So in the in. So this isn't just any rat. This is the pet <laughs> rat. This is the pet rat of Hamato uh, Yoshi, who is a ninja master from Japan, and he uh, was in a he he was in love with a woman called Tang Shen, and and he had a romantic rival in the form of a man named Orokunagi, and he killed the man in a in a duel. 
and then he had to flee Japan and he had to come to America. And then he was followed behind by a man named Oroku Saki, who was Orokunagi's brother, uh, who then killed him and the woman, uh, that, that Oroku Saki being, of course, the shredder. Yes. The, the, the classic ah. Ninja Turtles villain. Uh, but then when, uh, when the mutagen got on this, this rat, he, of course, remembered. Yes. And he was like, well, I better raise up these turtles <laughs> as, as ninjutsu masters so we can mm. exact revenge on the shredder. Yeah. Makes sense, right? Yeah, that of course. Obviously, yeah. That's what I thought. If I was yeah. a rat, I would want to exact revenge. <laughs> yeah, on my master's killer. Yes, exactly. The shredder. Yeah. By teaching some turtles, turtles. ninjutsu. Yeah. Ninjutsu, yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the uh, ultimate dance. Exactly. And so in uh, in Daredevil, uh, in the in the 1980s storyline, Daredevil, uh, some ghosts from his past reemerge. His master, Stick, who was another blind man who had like supernatural powers, uh, Donatello ended up using him. Exactly. And then uh, the stick brought him back into a battle with uh, a, a ninja gang turned international crime syndicate called uh, The Hand. Oh. So in the Ninja Turtles universe, we, we obviously have Splinter. That's the master of the Ninja Turtles who, who battle the uh, ninja gang turned crime syndicate, the Foot Clan. Right. Uh, so instead yeah, of stick in the hand, it's splinter in the, the foot. foot. Yeah, exactly. Love oh, it. That's pretty, pretty. It's basically satire. It's a little bit of satire, isn't it? <laughs> I don't. To be honest, I don't really know what that means, but I love saying it. <laughs> I think this is satire. I think it might be satire. <laughs> um. So basically, uh, they were like, I think there's something in this, mm. like this dumb, ridiculous <laughs> thing, this concept. And so what they did is they, over the next couple of months, they wrote a 40-page comic, The Teenage Ninja Turtles, which had that storyline in it. And basically what they did is uh, they got, one of them got a tax return, one of them emptied the money out of their bank account, uh, one of them got a loan from his uncle, and they, together they got about two grand together, and two grand at the time would buy you about 3,000 like, black and white copies of a, uh, this, this comic book. Wow. And they were like, okay, what we'll do is we'll we'll sell some at you know conventions, and we'll we'll you know we'll 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 sell some to to comic book shops and stuff like that. We'll see how we go. What they also did is because Peter Laird worked for for very, uh, I haven't mentioned this, but Peter Laird worked for uh, newspapers for a long, long time. He he did newspaper cartoons. He sold like illustrations to TSR, who uh, owned Dungeons and Dragons at the time. Uh, and oh, he was pre- he was pretty savvy. connection. Yes, he was pretty savvy in terms of uh, like how to get your brand out there. And so they created a media kit. It was like four pages, which I've reproduced for you here. Oh, cool. Good for the listeners. <laughs> wow, you've got uh, a show bag in I've it. I've got a little show how bag for us, right? And it's basically, it's like a little uh, piece of, uh, a little summary of the Ninja Turtles adventures. Uh, the story unfolds as the four turtles uh, embark on a perilous mission to confront their sworn foe, the malevolent shredder, who will prevail. Publication date for the first issue of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is set for May 1, 1984. And then it's cover price and blah, blah, blah. And then it contains like, and like a... Like a more Whoa. refined version of the the classic Ninja Turtles look. There, it's so funny because that um, that looks like the drawings my brother used to do of the Ninja Turtles, oh. and I was always like, he hasn't done a great job. <laughs> oh, no. But now I realise he's actually just drawn, drawn he's the drawn originals. the originals. Yeah, well, maybe. and I should call him um, <laughs> and apologize. apologize live on air <laughs> for Blocktober. <laughs> He was going to be an artist until yeah. you came along. He's actually pretty good. Um, but well, I you realise that now. <laughs> until you crushed his dreams. <laughs> he makes his art with wood now. Yeah, mm. he does. Yeah. Uh, so here's a, little, uh, here's a little advertisement for the Portsmouth, New Hampshire Minicon, the comic convention oh. where they were going to debut the Ninja Turtles. Um, 
And here's a little uh, full colour artwork that you might airbrush on a van. (laughs) (laughs) That would look like. Yeah, I would airbrush that on a van. From right at the beginning, they had that shredder design. Wow, shredder looked. He didn't change all that much from there. He looks badass. Yeah. He looks way better there than he does in the Michael Bay films. That is almost certainly true. Where his his suit is made of swords, basically. <laughs> like, have you seen it? They're no, like, I don't think so. They're like He's spring like action sword. sword. Yeah. yeah, it's real silly. Yeah. <laughs> it's real silly. <laughs> As opposed to this, which is real cool. So what they did is they took this media kit and they, uh, they sent it to 180 radio and uh, TV stations. They sent it to the Associated Press. They sent it to all these news outlets. And it was basically like, this is the newest hot property. Everybody get on board with the bloody Ninja Turtles. And then they all started going, well, maybe... Maybe this is a bloody hot Maybe property. We Maybe we should get on board with the bloody Ninja Turtles. Uh, and, uh, Kevin e- uh, Eastman said, uh, when we sent out all these press releases, Pete's idea, uh, we ended up getting tons of free press. I think it had always had to do with the name. I mean, most people would see it and try to say it, and after they picked it up, it ended up going home with them somehow. Uh, I think most of it had to do with the right place at the right time. I think we came out with something people wanted to see at that time. Um, that's so or cool. even there was more luck going on than I thought. That's, <laughs> that's uh, anyway, and so I honestly thought you were about to tell me they sent out 180 press kits and heard nothing back. Oh no, they heard so much. They, yeah, they, wow, they that's really, great. They, they really got some heat on this, and it turned out they had these 3,000 issues, um, and they sold them all, which wow. is pretty good. I mean, they gave some away to the fam- friends and family and stuff like that. And it was kind of like people, you know, a lot of family members were like, "Oh, it's so cute you're doing this. Isn't this? <laughs> yeah. Isn't this a fun little this nice is, thing?" It's, it's got a, the vibe of just. A real easy success story. Yeah. Every, everything just, there's yeah. no been no struggle at yeah, all. Yeah, I was hoping that they were not going to be able to sell any of the copies. Or I was hoping they'd at least hate each other, but they seem like really good <laughs> well, buds. There's still oh, okay. time? Great. There's still always, time. Uh, there's still time. There's, yeah. a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a certainly time. I mean, some Is things it? are more important than money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, like, like tanks, like buying a <laughs> yeah. tank. Yeah, my seven, tank. seven Ferraris are better than your yeah, tank. Yeah, that's right. It seems it does seem like if uh, this or Superman was laughed out of town, you would yeah. have assumed it'd be this. But it yeah, was, absolutely right. But the well, I guess Superman was it was the Ninja Turtles of its day. Absolutely, <laughs> it's a man who's an alien. Oh my god! Um, and his planet explodes. Uh, nothing could hurt him it's apart it's from green rocks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. You've had enough. You've had it. You've given it a good try. Mate. This is a bunning store, sir. <laughs> All right, hey. All yeah, along, nice. no, it was always good. one of those. No, it's good. No, 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 no. wait, wait. wait. Uh, what's your order at this McDonald's oh, drive-through, yes. sir? And yep. then he got off the bus, and I was like, <laughs> Dad. <laughs> but my question is, why was he talking to the McDonald's drive-through about? A Superman idea that doesn't make much sense. <laughs> really good no, question, yeah, isn't it, Dave? Point. Yeah, I mean, I you really talked about it to that. your friends, maybe, or it's silly. Not, Dave, not a person you don't Dave, know. Matt gets enough people not understanding his jokes on Twitter. <laughs> oh, sorry, he sorry. doesn't need. I that. get enough of, of this at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you're on the couch reading your Twitter replies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if anyone is uh, on my Twitter, everything I say is not real. Okay. So he's definitely not doing any gigs coming up. <laughs> Wait, apart from the plugs. <laughs> plugs are sincere. Everything plugs else genuine. is being silly. When he said, thanks for coming out last night, really, he hates you all. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so then they ordered another 6,000 copies because they're like, well, you know, we've still got, we, 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 we've still got orders coming in yeah. for these ones from, from comic book companies and people who just want to buy it. And so they ordered another 6,000. Those, those sold as well. Wow. Uh, Dave. Take note, this is moving units. This is moving okay. bloody units. Do you understand now? now How many press releases have you put out to the, like TV and radio stations? None. No, you've wow. got to get... Perth only respects media kits. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I'll send a No one's out. buying tickets if they're not receiving a media kit first. 
Sorry. Come on, man. So, so no, anyway, they sold they sold nine, these 9,000 issues. Amazing. And after they paid their uncle back and they paid for some bills and et cetera, they made like a couple of hundred bucks each. And they're like, in- incredible. Amazing. What a, oh, weird, this is a, what a, what a world. Yeah. And their parents were like, oh, it's good, good so for you. Cute. That's so great, cute. but you'll yeah. never own a tank. You'll never, yeah. <laughs> I'll prove you wrong, mum. That's, um, that's what my mum says, which is weird. Yeah, so she's weird. always, every time I speak to her on the phone, she's like, oh, yeah, what are you up to? How's work? How's this? And then as we say goodbye, I'm like, love you, mum. She goes, you'll never own a tank. Beep. beep <laughs> You're like, but what kind of beep. tank, mum? Yeah, like a fish tank? Fish tank? Oh. I can get one. I'll what get one tank? tomorrow. <laughs> Um, Other kind of t- third kind of third tank. Kind of tank. <laughs> um, uh, uh, gas. Gas tank. Gas, gas tank. tank. Gas tank. You, you kind of do. How? Where? Tell me. In your car. It's inside Colin. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> oh, Colin. Take that, Annie. <laughs> Colin is Jess's car. Um, mm-hmm. Otherwise, you'd be very confused. <laughs> yeah, Uncle <inside> Colin. Colin. <laughs> <laughs> I put a tank in him. <laughs> <laughs> Colin, let me access your gas tank. <laughs> That's what I call my butt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was May of 84. Uh, and then uh, Eastman had to go back to work uh, at the restaurant uh, to, to pay some more bills and et cetera. And then they took a little hiatus. I think they took about eight months off. Oh, yeah. The next issue didn't come out till uh, 1985. Oh, man. Striking while the iron's well, hot. Yeah. so hot. I mean, that's, that's, that, is, that is a while. Like, as re- reading that, I'm just like, imagine being like, this is a miracle what we've done here. Incredible. <laughs> Should we strike while the iron's up? No. No, just, no, no. I've got to go back wrote, to work. Wrote the yeah. other one in about three days. All right. Eight <laughs> no. months for the next one. Imagine if we could do a podcast every eight months. Oh, oh, the dream. <laughs> Wait, in between us, can I also only do one every eight months? Yeah, right. Yeah, nice. That's the spirit. <laughs> uh, they, uh, they, then they uh, put out... Um, does anyone have orders for the for the second issue? And they they got fifteen thousand orders for this one. Whoa. And then they cr- they crunched some numbers, and they were like, "Okay, so if we if we release like six a year, and they get at least fifteen thousand, like that's we we can live off comedy. Yeah, I don't like I don't have to work at the restaurant yeah, anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Whoa. yeah. Uh, and they yeah. So I love those kind of numbers. Yeah. You know, when you're like, hang on. Oh my so they, god! So they did three. Rich. They did they did four <laughs> issues of the year. They had they got fifteen thousand copies for the first printing of number two. Uh, they got a re-solicitation of number one that sold thirty thousand copies. Uh, then they had a first solicitation of number three, which is fifty thousand copies. Whoa. Uh, and, and they were they, it was jumps. It was pretty pretty wild. They said I think they said look, it's going to uh, Peter Laird. I think said at the time, okay, what's going to pay? It's going to pay uh, pay our bills and keep keep us in. You know, keep us in uh, macaroni and cheese and pencils. Oh. Which Peter Laid eats. He eats pencils. Oh. Yeah. Wow, yeah, HB. HB, exactly. Imagine, but imagine, because they were sort of like, all right, if we can sell 15,000, yeah. we'll be okay. Yeah. yeah right. And they're selling 50. Yeah. That's sick. It's probably almost the best business plan you can have is doing a zeitgeisty pop culture thing for yeah. a generation. Oh, for sure. <laughs> if you... <laughs> Just I mean, into that, you if know? Te- teach mm. someone to do a pop culture-y, zeitgeisty thing once, and you know you'll feed your family for a day. Yeah, but if you 
get a pop culture yeah, teach someone a whole generation to be into your zeitgeisty mm. pop culture. You'll, you'll buy tanks for a lifetime. Exactly. Because <laughs> yes. it means that not only because you, you, it's not just big for the time. Because I was thinking, oh, you've sold these comic books, but there's no guarantee they will later. But they grow up and then they want movies. You know, as yeah. they get older, they want movies. They want adult movies. You know, oh. porn versions. Porn versions. Yes. <laughs> I mean, like you know, not ki- not kids mo- versions. Dave, can you think of a porn title? You're good at that. Oh yeah, you used to do that all the time, like three years ago. We've let that segment slide. Oh, right. Sorry um, to put you on the spot, too. You can have a moment to think There's so about. many words to work with. The, yeah. teenage, oh, etc. Oh. Teenage has to I was about to say, it's just <laughs> emphasis on the teenage. Mm. Peenage, surely. <laughs> <laughs> See? He's coming for your territory. I am. Coming for and we can still we can still keep with Secret of the Ooze. That's remains. Secret of the Boobs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> can we just change Ninja to Minja? <laughs> okay, so what are we up to now? So Peenage, <laughs> um, Put- Putin? No, no, Mutant's fine. <laughs> Putin? Putin? And then, and then uh, Squirtles. Squirtles, yeah, nice. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, great. I mean... That's hot. That is the hottest. If that hasn't already been made, I'd be very surprised. <laughs> but um, yeah, you know what I mean. Because now, like, movies are going to be made forever about this franchise, and they'll just click, keep collecting. Checks. I think there'll always be something. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Um, although, again, like, I, th- I think we've moved past this this mania. Like, I, th- I think at this point, it's just like, oh, it's a, it's a kind of a property, you know. Yeah. But, you know, people know the Transformers well. Ninja Turtles is kind of yeah, that kind yeah. of vibe. Uh, so how they work together is they would. Uh, they, uh, Eastman would have like a general outline for the plot, uh, and then uh, they would get down to they would work together. They would flesh out uh, the issue, basic beginning, middle, and end. Uh, Eastman would do the breakdowns and the layouts, uh, and then uh, Pete would go through and, and say, "Okay, edit this, change this, uh, fix the spelling," because he was that he was that guy. Um, that's an important guy. Well, exactly. That's right. Uh, and then they would basically take, they would get their, their plots together and they'd basically take half the stack each, sometimes at random, and just kind of start penciling. So they would like do half and half of any given issue, which is... Wow. Yeah. Well, and was the artwork Teamwork. consistent enough? I think so. I think they... Well, well you know what? I'm bloody... Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, it's a great question. Because oh, when they did those initial drawings, we could oh. tell one was different. Whoa, Mesa's just handing out uh, more <laughs> from the show bag. These are the original issues, are they? Wow. No, these are, these are reprints from the maybe the l- uh, late 80s. What no, these is... are originals. Oh, okay, those are the originals. <laughs> are these worth more than my car? I doubt it very much. Oh. Are these worth more than my life? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's somewhere in the middle there. <laughs> yeah. Jess's life and then there's, then there's Dad's car. Oh, these are cool. Wow. I, and whenever I see a comic, I'm like, I understand why people would like these. They're yeah, right. pretty. They're dynamic. So colourful. Look at all the stuff going on. <laughs> colourful. But I will note that all four Ninja Turtles have the same colour mask. They I was thinking that too. Mask, when did yeah. that come in? Well, actually, uh, that. so uh, the original Ninja Turtles comics are all black and white. These have been colourised, as you can probably tell. Ah. Uh, but, yeah, in, on, like, cover photo, cover images and stuff like that, they all had red bandanas, yes. There's a couple uh, trying to get it on in this oh, one where the, the man, go. he's not wearing a shirt. He says, come on, hun, Cagney and Lacey is over. Let's dot, dot, dot. Oh, hello. And then she says, oh, Herb, <laughs> we might wake the kids. Tee-hee. <laughs> so these, some of this is a little bit juvenile, but at the same time it's it's a little bit more adult than like what most people know of kind of the Ninja Turtles because this is kind of like, you know, this, this, this was, you know, a couple of men in their 20s making a, mm. a silly kind of joke comic 
that they're also taking quite seriously. Yeah. And it was kind of like, well, this is, this is what we would like to read kind of thing. I feel I've derailed the whole podcast. You guys are just going to be sorry. So, no, uh, it's, no sorry. I, don't stop. Look at that. I was just, I, you know, Matt was right. They're very pretty. They're big, In the next yeah. frame, did the Peenage Poontant Ninja Squirtles Come in and kick into gear. Yeah. Yeah. Tee-hee. Tee-hee. <laughs> that was one of their catchphrases. But yeah, is that so? I actually, I've got a like a big canvas print at home of the Ninja Turtles. Oh, yes. And they all also all had red bandanas in it. I'm like, oh, that's weird. My brother gave it to me because it's something we share, right? It's one of the few. Oh, yeah. Was that him yeah. trying to reconnect? And- <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> and, and thank you for giving up. The first pick, all those yeah, years ago. maybe that's what it was. And, and finally, you know, after twenty years, we reconciled. And, oh, okay, you did. That's nice. Yeah, I'd like to I, imagine you opening that canvas and then saying, "No, give me the figurines, <laughs> yeah. boy. I'm a I'm a grown man." But the in that painting, they all had red bandanas, like the artwork that is, here. That's the classic Ninja Turtle. Yeah, right. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Anyway, I've I've painted over them with the right colors. Have you really? <laughs> Oh my god! You're kidding! Wow. No, I'm not. You just oh doubled double the value of that, man. Yeah. Uh, so, so with a, with this success uh, came a little bit of kind of licensing. Uh, there was like uh, some 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 people came to them with various offers. Like there were some little pewter figurines. Oh. Uh, they got put in a role playing game called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Other Strangeness. Uh, there was like t-shirts and bits and pieces like that but these guys uh, Eastman and Led were quite wise in that they remembered the story of Siegel and Schuster and Bill Finger and whoever else I mentioned on previous podcasts who yeah. got really screwed out of a lot of stuff and because they were like you know kind of independent comics guys they were basically like when any, anybody came to them and was like okay we're gonna we're gonna you know we'll, we'll promote your, your stuff and hey, maybe you know we'll, we'll give you some tie-in toys or whatever and we'll take 90% of the profits and blah blah mm. blah they were like listen we're making enough money off this. We're making, a, you know, we're making a couple of grand, a few grand in an issue. We're, we're doing fine, uh, and you seem quite slimy. So we're not gonna. We're basically not gonna. Slimy. Normally, you'd think turtles would be into that. Uh, Uzi boys. But in fact, Eastman and Laird were human men. I didn't. I don't oh. mention that. Oh. This isn't based oh, on the, their real life. The theater <laughs> of the mind has entirely changed. Yeah, I know, right? The curtain just came it down. Normal men. If you'd like to picture. Oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kevin Eastman uh, in this era looked like a little bit like Green Shell. Exactly. Yep. Green Shell uh, looked like John Oates, like mustache and a mullet kind of kind of look. Oh. Uh, Who's John Oates? From Hall and Oates. Hall and Oates. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, 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 and how, how many Oates do I know? <laughs> Just the one. It's probably not him. Who could this one be? <laughs> and Peter Led was a was a nice, nice young man. It was more of a Daryl Hall type? No, not really. More of more of your stereotypical nerd okay. guy. More of a day. Of, of the two, Kevin Eastman is kind of more the more kind of like they're they're, they're reportedly very nice if you ever meet them. They'll answer all your questions and they're, and they're very happy to talk about any aspect of. of I'd love to meet but, him. But Kevin Eastman's much more kind of gregarious and kind of like you know he's he's more he's more excited about the biz and, and Peter Laird's kind of more like uh, like he's kind of kind of shy and retiring and he'll. Are you going to meet him? Uh, oh, come on. <laughs> I'd love to meet them. Master, can you make that happen? I'll, I'll make some calls. I've got a funny feeling maybe if I said it, you know, put it out in the another universe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the secret of the meet and greet. Uh-huh. Uh, sure. Master, yeah. you're, the table. you're pretty big in the comic book world. You could make that happen, I surely. I probably figure out where they live. You know. Okay. I mean, I could just look for a really big garage and yeah. put a tank in it. Yes. And, and a <laughs> ski field around it. Some sort of ski field, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway... Uh... <laughs> 
they they decided that they would be kind of like they would be in control of their own destiny and they'd always have like final say on everything that they put together and they wouldn't give away control of anything. Right, but at one point I'll I'll let Jess finish up. Motley in the corner. <laughs> okay. Oh, then I'll just barrel through, shall I? Uh in uh in eighty six in nineteen eighty six they're approached by a guy who they felt was a little still a little bit slimy. His name is Mark Friedman. He owned a company called Surge Licensing, which is a, a Just licensing name. already makes it yeah, sound no, like right. oh we just come around and license we'll other license people's some, stuff. Yeah, we don't have to create anything. We'll kind of, you know. Um and he's like uh and he's like, Okay, well I, I'm different from everybody else. I've heard about you through like a toy company and, and you've got a little heat on you, so I'm gonna bring come in and, and Extinguish some of that flame. <laughs> Extinguish some of that flame, exactly. That's right. And they were like, listen, all right. John Hotes, you're on fire. <laughs> they were like, you know, uh, all right, fine, we don't we don't think anything's gonna come, you know, up with this, but uh come in anyway, kind of thing. And they and he came over to their house, which at the time where they were painting, so he showed up in like a thousand dollar suit and they were like in paint splattered like shorts <laughs> and t shirts and he's like who, this is what? What are you doing? This is not. This is not professional. This is not the professionalism we're expecting. We're painting our house. Licensing. Was um, he? Um, was he writing checks? Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether it's your first ever website or your business is expanding, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. Upload video content, organize your video library, and showcase your content on beautiful video pages. You can even sell access to your video library by adding a paywall to your content. Cha-ching! <laughs> you can help with written content on your website with Squarespace AI, which I used to write this next sentence, so check this out. Generate instant, personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Explain what your site is about, choose your tone, and enter what you need to get short or long-form text. Squarespace AI... Squarespace AI makes it easier to go live, stand out, and succeed online. Oh, Dave, if only it could also not just write it, but read it too. (laughs) And edit it. (laughs) Hey, sell exclusive content on your site by adding a paywall to sell memberships or courses. Or sell files your customers can download like PDFs, music, or eBooks. Man, it's starting to sound like I'm obsessed with money. (laughs) (laughs) And you are. So head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. With Ivory, is this the kind of guy we're imagining? Yeah, kind of like that, you know, uh, leather briefcase, perfect hair, the whole thing, right? And he's like, look, I can make you millions, blah, 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 the kind of standard spiel. And they were like, okay, look, if you think you can really do something with the Ninja Turtles, uh, we'll give you 30 days. And so they got a paper napkin and they wrote a 30-day non-exclusive contract on the on the... Uh, napkin, wow. and they were basically like, see what you can find. Um, and in I 30- mean, these people print comics for a living and they can't find a piece right. of paper. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, that stuff's expensive. Yeah. That, 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 yeah. that comic stock is like, it's like $22 <laughs> oh, yeah. shit, mate. Well, you can make me millions, right? Get the napkins. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, and so in 30 days, uh, he did. He got uh, he got letters of interest from various people. He got letters of interest from a place called Playmates Toys, which was a toy company. Is this the know. adult toys we were talking about you think, You'd think so, but no, it's just a regular toy company. In fact, their their, their toys marketed to children four to, four to eight. Oh, it's ages, specific. Yeah, ages four to eight. Um, and so they flew to California to have a meeting with these guys, and basically they were like, okay, um, we've we've looked at your work, and we like turtles. Um, <laughs> Who does it? But there's a little bit of stabbing and, and explosions and et cetera. Well, I don't think we can build a toilet line around that, but tell you what. If toilet you... line? Yeah, toilet line. Is that what I said? But yes. <laughs> We don't think we can build a toy line or a toilet line. I'd love to meet him. <laughs> uh, so they were like, "Listen, uh, get a basically get a get a cartoon deal, get an animation deal, right? And then we'll talk and see what we can do." And so they did. They were like, "They were like, well, we got." They basically went to uh, a, an animation company, and they were like, uh, "It's it was now it's called Fred Wolf Films," and they were basically like, "We got some heat on this toy company, like we." Cartoon, yeah. so comic toys. In this story. You know, what can you do for us? And so they sort of together they developed uh, a toy line in conjunction with a uh, comic book uh, with a cartoon series, which is kind of like huh. the standard situation now. I think you know you you, you use the cartoon to to spruik the toys kind of right. thing. Yeah, and like they came up with they were like, okay, you know, we got notes notes from the toy company, uh, more mutants. You got to chuck more mutants in, so they created Bebop and Rocksteady. Oh, right. uh, they, they, there's a, there's a storyline quite early on in one of these ones where the Ninja Turtles encounter the Utroms, who are like an alien race, and they're like a brain, like a disembodied brain with a face uh, and, wow. and and eyes, and uh, they're like benevolent scientists, but they like turn that into a villain, so they created Krang, you know, who's the the brain in the his brain in the suit, you know, that whole <laughs> that whole thing kind of thing, and they cleaned up the origin a little bit instead of you know they're, this they're, this being some sort of love triangle murder situation with with splinter and shredder and blah 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 they're just like just say he he was a a man uh, hamato yoshi was a man and he was kind of shamed in japan and then he moved to he moved to america and then he was turned into a mutant uh that sounds so much more simple yeah exactly so they reverse it they're like okay well he's a man who got turned into a rat and then you have like a you have like a end game for the for the cartoon which is like well maybe one day he'll become a man again kind of thing you know maybe the ninja turtles can help him out with that kind of thing um, but can the turtles ever become a man? Ah, that's a good point. Uh, I think they probably have. Because it, reti- yeah. I, I think, love when they I go think, undercover and wear the trench coat and the hat. I think that was the plot of the last Ninja Turtles movie. It was like, maybe we can become human people men. Why would yeah. you want to? You're a turtle. That's sick. Yeah, and you yeah. eat pizza. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. right. They love pizza. They love pizza. Oh, okay, yeah. well, okay, so they also demanded a few changes. They're like, okay, we've got we to simplify this. Again, less blood, what have you. Is there any way you can differentiate any of the turtles? Okay, we'll give them different colored masks. We'll give them a little belt buckle that's got their first initial on it. They'll okay. have that. Um, can, can they love pizza? Can they have catchphrases? Yeah. Can they say cowabunga? Can they Were they say... always Renaissance artists from the start? Yeah, well, yes. Uh, the, the plan originally was to give them Japanese names because of the whole ninjutsu thing. Uh, and they they couldn't figure out names that sounded realistic, or I mean, it's Ninja Turtles, but still, they couldn't find they couldn't find names that seemed right. So instead, they went to a, a, a book of Renaissance artists, and they were like, pick some names out of that kind of thing. So they were always. And then wasn't was the story that Splinter was an art fan or something, and he named him? Is that, I, think, I, think I feel so, like yeah. that was the story, and I'm I think a lot of the origin I'm remembering is the first Jim Henson company movie or whoever that was but Jim Henson did the that was Jim Henson yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
And I think that was, I think that's what it was. Splinter was the pet pet rat in the film. He was a pet rat, yeah, and he yeah. he morphed. He he got yeah. news. Yeah. And then the turtles were turtles, and they were near. Well, yeah. So the yeah, what was it? The turtles. <laughs> the turtles morphed from turtles into. Uh, human turtles. Mutant turtles, yes. And the rat was rat into mutant rat. Correct, right? yes. No one yeah, went yeah. human into animal. No, no, it only worked that way in the, co- in the cartoons. And then they eliminated Bebop and Rocksteady from that, that movie series as well. Yeah. Did they sort of try and go back to the comics? Yeah, the first movie was kind of a mishmash of the original comic books with some elements. So a lot of the story elements in these comic books here are in the movie. So, like, there's a scene where, like, Raphael gets beaten quite badly and they have to escape to a farmhouse and uh, all this sort of yes. stuff. That's in these, but they also... They made some concessions for like people the kids who knew the cartoons right, they kept the, the color. mask the same yep. they love pizza they say cowbunga etc but by all accounts uh, Peter Laird hated all this right. like, he actually created Bebop and Rocksteady but taking the piss almost yeah it feels was... like they're also one of the dumbest animals you would yeah, morph right. into yeah. bad guys a warthog and a rhino rhino exactly and they and, and he kind of hated the idea like they, they got final say in a lot of this stuff but they they were also like kept getting presented with all these ideas and they eventually have to start saying yes to some of them, right. I think. Mm. And, you know, and and they kind of hated that, you know, every episode of the Ninja Turtles cartoon was kind of the same and it went for 10 seasons. I yeah. was not aware. It went for nine years, the, the cartoon. Uh, and and they hated that, you know, Shredder and Krang and the, and the bad guys were also bumbling and it was also yeah. kind of childish and kind of dumb, but... <laughs> This is a children's cartoon. Yeah, yeah exactly. I gotta tell you, that's right. As a kid, that's why I loved it. Well, exactly, and people did like, and and people loved the cartoon, and people loved the merch. I have some figures here. Uh, by 1988, uh, the Ninja Turtles merchandising had made 175 million dollars. Wow! And are they still in their 20s at this time? Uh, yeah. Uh, Peter uh, Peter Laird's in his early 30s, and Eastman is in his uh, late 20s. Yeah. That's a, like a, yeah. it must be a weird thing to be collecting money from this thing you hate. Like yeah. you, you could you could have put a stop to it, and you probably still could reverse some of these. Yeah, I, I wonder. Yeah, like um, again, I think they could, but again, it was this situation, and I think you build an empire around you, and then there's all these people sort of relying on you. Right. So, like at a certain point, they, the the Ninja Turtles comic book went for I think 129 issues, but the, Eastman and Laird only ever made 15. Like they only uh. wrote and drew 15 because at at 15 they were so snowed under with admin. For the the turtles empire that they couldn't do it anymore like they right. couldn't uh so they had to like hire more staff right to to write the, and and draw do the, the fun into, stuff do that the they fun got stuff. into it. exactly like for. they they often referred to it as like they kept having to move further and further away from the drawing board kind mm. of thing and so yeah like they there, there were a hundred and something issues the vast majority of their output that they didn't even write or draw or like they wrote some of it or they did some outlines when they had a chance uh, they never really collaborated together again after after mm. the first fifteen. They like, should have gotten a more of a Stan Lee kind of. Here's an idea: you yeah. make this happen, kind <laughs> right. of role. I think they did the, a, a tiny little bit of that. Yeah, uh, 1989 uh, brought in 350 million dollars worth of Whoa. merchandise. Oh, uh, you but, weren't even born then, no. and they were already earning that money. You yeah. know what I mean? I've Grow got up. So much yeah. catching up to do. <laughs> uh, by 1994, which was the height of. Turtle Mania. Okay, I'm alive by this okay. point. Yes. Well, cash in, sure. So, cash in right now. So, in total, since the creation of the Ninja Turtles in 1984 till 1994, uh, merchandise sales was $6 billion. <laughs> so, so, at that point, like, 
That is crazy. That, that puts them up there with maybe maybe only Star Wars has, beats them in terms of merchandise there. I had no idea it was this big. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were like... I guess it was big enough to get to me, which means yeah, it's right? probably pretty big. Uh, the, the toy line had something like 400 pieces in it. Like, And Matt had most of them. Yeah, well, the, by the sound <laughs> well, of Well, no, yeah. Matt's brother had most. Yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he divvied them up and somehow he got the 350. I think, yeah, I think we started with the turtles and then it would have been would have collected them over the years. I don't. I think he got both Bebop and Rocksteady in a future year. Maybe when I was already too cool for that stuff. Yeah, like, whatever. I don't care. Shut up. I don't don't I listen to Blink One Eight Two now. I'm too cool for Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so like they kind of. I th- I think also like, of the two of them, Kevin Eastman was more like, okay, I'm excited to see what people do with this. Like, if somebody's gonna if they're gonna make a cartoon, I'd like to see how that turns out. Or like, if somebody's gonna make toys, it'd be it'd be cool to see that kind of thing. But I think. Uh, and, and I think Eastman said at the time something like, if people want to see what we did, you can just look at the, the, the comics. They're out there. Yeah. If you want to read them, you can find them. That's the work we did, and we're proud of that work. But Led was also like, well, we put our names right at the top of every single one of these things, and some of it is garbage, and we're, you know, we, we should. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, what a, it's so such a weird thing to do a, a thing you'd make takes off and it feels great yeah, but yeah. it ends up kind of ruining your life yeah for sure absolutely what it's, a weird it, scenario it really seems like succeeding sucks yeah it does feel that That's way every mm. story we've told about someone who succeeds <laughs> right. it sucks at some point yeah i don't think i'm ever gonna do it yeah, yeah i'm gonna it. make that decision as well let's all make that decision <laughs> and never succeed yeah no, I've still and we got my... stop by never try start by never trying yeah. right i've still got my eye on seven ferraris in a tank okay <laughs> That, but it feels like you could do this, and you could, you can jump out if you wanted to. Yeah, you don't have to. It, there'd be pressures on, but you don't, yeah, you just have, have to keep some perspective. I do just have to backtrack one sec, Dave. Would you let me borrow one of the Ferraris? Yeah, That's a really good question. Okay, what for? The red one. What oh. do you need it for? Yeah. Just go shops. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah, for sure. Come around. Borrow the Ferrari. Thank you, Dave. What do I care? I've got six backups. Yeah, cool. Can I take the red one? Yeah. Well, they're all red. I'm not an idiot. I'm gonna buy a you black... didn't even buy different colours? I'm going to buy a black Ferrari. Come on, guys. I'd buy a black Ferrari. Mm. They're the badass ones. <laughs> oh, really? Red ones one. are for the bloody mm. show-offs. Yeah, good, good, good. yeah, yeah, people yeah. that are showing off in their Ferrari. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll get a nice, you know, sophisticated, <laughs> humble black Ferrari, I don't think it is, please. It's not... I mean, they want the opposite effect, but it is not possible to see someone in Ferrari and not think, what a flapping tool. Exactly. Yeah. Flapping. A flapping tool. <laughs> a flapping tool. Um, so, Turtle Mania. So, that's $6 billion. That was like, uh, that That would have included, you know, all the toys, obviously, all the video games, all the lunchboxes, uh, the, the cartoon, obviously. Uh, there, was a, uh, there was a live stage show in 1990. Oh, uh, musical? I, yeah, it was a, I, I, I want to touch on it briefly. Okay, yeah. that's where I draw the line. I would not lend myself to a musical. Oh, you hate musicals. Mm-hmm. What about Buffy the Musical episode, Once More with Feeling? Didn't see that one, but that does sound pretty fun. <laughs> it is. It's a good fun time. What about the Scrubs Yeah, I've seen the Scrubs <laughs> one. seen the Scrubs one. Pretty yeah. cool. Is that the one with uh, Colin Hay? Yeah. I can get Thanks for filling while I look for this piece of paper. Yeah, you're welcome. Have we, have think we, about the have implications. Have we got a bit of an idea about... I feel like Dave, just because he opens the show, oh, he, he probably and he likes him anyway. He's probably our Leonardo, probably. Yeah, okay. But I it, like the, yeah, but all but outside of the studio, I think that falls away. Big like, time. We're not Jess and I. Mess. When we're out of the room, we're not following your lead. 
No, no. We're, if anything, we're holding you up and dragging you along. What? How? We don't talk outside of the studio. Well, that's the weird part about it. Jess and I keep talking, and then right. you, yeah, you gotcha. stop. You sort of, sort of start flopping. Yeah, drive away in my uh, Ferrari like a flapping tool, and um, <laughs> that's going to catch on. I leave think. you on my. Come on, guys. So I think I'm. I'm going to say Leonardo is Dave. Yes. Then, so I can't. I can't help but feel, and listeners will probably disagree with this, but inside the room, Jess is the Raphael. She's I agree. The brooding yeah, I was going to go with yeah. Raphael as well. Yeah. So, who, which one of us is the nerd, and which one of us why is the party the dude? Why would the listeners disagree with that? I think they think you're really fun and happy. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm the one who'll turn on a dime. Ah, uh, cool, but rude. rude. Yeah, they yeah. know the duality <laughs> of know. man and turtle. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. know yeah. oh, they do know. Yeah. I forgot. I thought that was our little secret. That, uh, <laughs> that, I'm a, that I'm a pain in the ass. Fun fact, and maybe you can judge if this is fun or not, that, that theme song was written by Chuck LeRae. Oh, uh, yes. And, and voc- uh. vocals by Chuck LeRae. Famously, uh, that jingle was written by a man who then later created the show Two and a Half Men about a jingle writer who is inexplicably irresistible to women. Oh, I didn't that's... connect that together. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's his Wow, that is interesting. Dave yeah. had mentioned part of that fact, but he didn't let me know about... That he ended up making Two and a Half Men, oh, yeah, which is a show about. That's because I would, I would never admit that I have watched enough Two and a Half Men to know what it's actually about. <laughs> but also, the probably the most startling part of that fact is that his name is Chuck Larray. Thank goodness you pronounced it. I is always say Chuck Law, Chuck yeah, Larry. I, I, I never know. Chuck Law or Chuck Larry. Chuck Larray sounds. All of a sudden, I like the guy. No, do you know why I trust you? Why I trust you, Mesa? Because you are the Donatello of our podcast. Thank you. You do machines. I do machines. But he's also a. He's an. Isn't he a party boy? No, that's that's all spin. That's oh. all PR spin. Is it? Well, oh, maybe yeah. Michelangelo's all spin as well. Oh my goodness! So surely you're the party boy then? Mm. Yeah, you're literally yeah. drinking a beer right now. Well, <laughs> sure. <laughs> so that feels it is mid strength. Pretty party boy to me. Yeah, but that's because you can, so you can drink more later. That's pretty funny. How did yeah. you know? Did I tell you that already? <laughs> <laughs> uh, to capitalise on the Turtles' popularity, a concert tour was held in 1990, premiering at Radio City Music Hall on August the 17th. The Coming Out of Their Shells tour featured live Fuck. action featured featured live action Turtles playing music as a band, Donatello keyboards, Leonardo bass guitar, <laughs> Raphael drums and saxophone, Michelangelo guitar. Hang on, drums and saxophone? <laughs> Apparently. That's a wild yeah, combination. wild, right? Maybe he's got like a tube <laughs> yeah. that you yeah. can sit down <laughs> and play. Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing Laird is hating the... This, yeah, more right. than anything. Uh, on stage, it's not the thing he hates the most. We'll probably get to that in a okay. second. Uh, on stage, around a familiar plot line, April O'Neil is kidnapped by the Shredder, and the Turtles have to rescue her. We haven't really talked about April O'Neil, but she was kind of like the... what a yellow jacket. Yeah, uh, that's that's for the cartoon. Oh right, was a reporter, so she was in uh, the that's comics. Also for the cartoon. Oh, in so the original, she's, she's a computer programmer, and she works for uh, scientist Baxter Stockman, who creates the Mousers, which are like little pest control robots that he's also uh, using for crime. Right. And then and then she teams up with the Turtles. Oh, is that, it seems is... cooler that she was a computer scientist. I think so, Yeah, too. I wonder why yeah. they... I guess yeah. it was just so... Because she was always reporting on crimes, it was an easier thing to connect her to all all episodes. I think so, yeah. Because oh, like yeah. in the comics, she's kind of like the normal point of view character. But most of the time, she's just at home. Right. And then, and, but in the and cartoon, she's basically the fifth oh, member. Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> most of the time, <laughs> she's at home. home. Oh, yes. <laughs> in, the, in the comic books, it's later revealed that uh, she was created by a magic crystal. Okay. okay. That's, that's, the, that's the best April O'Neil. Well, that's fact, where all babies come from. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, anyway. <laughs> that, is that what they call it? <clears throat> Concert tour. Magic crystal in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Guys, we'll wake the kids. <laughs> the theme of the tea. Oh, tea. Shall we pull out the magic? Very, very Bill and Ted esque feel with the theme of the power and rock and roll literally defeating the enemy in the form of the shredder who only rapped about how he hates music. No, trying to eliminate all music. My uh, name is Shredder, and I'm here to say I uh, hate your music. The tour was sponsored by Pizza Hut. <laughs> oh, I feel that's the most. Back in. Yeah, it's really unbacked. Is that the exactly. thing they hated the most? Uh, that's also not the thing they hated the most. Um, uh, the, the thing they had, uh, Peter Laird specifically hated the most was uh, a series, uh, a TV series from 1996 called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Next Mutation, which was created by Saban Enterprises. They created the uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Oh. And so this was a very Mighty Morphin Power Rangers style uh, show, and it had a fifth turtle in it. And one of Peter Laird's... Scrappy-Doo. <laughs> she's very much... She's, she, she is considered the Scrappy-Doo really? of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Ooh. franchise. So... One, when when uh, Eastman Scrappy was so annoying. Oh, I hate the worst. Shut what the rough, fuck rough. up? Let me at him. Let me at him. Wasn't Shut he the up. villain in one of the movies? I think he might have been. Uh, yeah, maybe. Let's say yes. Yeah, uh, yes. Uh, so, um, when Eastman and Laird like farmed out their their stories to be written, you know, while they while they concentrated ninety percent of their lives on running this gigantic empire, um, one of the rules they they gave him all these rules, and one of the rules was. No more turtles. There's, there's four. There's four turtles, and there's no more turtles because they're not special. You can just make another. Turtle. Sure. Yeah. And another rule was no girl turtle. Okay. Uh, and and the reason. I, I mean, you only had to say no more turtles. Yeah. Right? Right. Yeah. But, yeah. 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 As, right? well, as well. As well. Just to really make this clear, if you're gonna do another turtle, <laughs> yeah. very which specific. you shouldn't. No. Well, and, and her name should not be Clarissa. Oh. <laughs> uh, and and but the rule I think was because he they didn't like the idea of. I just put a bow on it and say it's a, you know, they just it's a girl version. It's like Ms. Pac-Man. Just yeah. put, a, put a bow on the top for the sake of there being a girl turtle. Uh, and this one was called Venus de Milo, and she was like, she had no arms. She had arms and okay. boobs. She had. She was like a turtle boobs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was a, little, okay. a little bit weird. And also they 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 copped some flack at the time as well, uh, because she's the the Ninja Turtles. Their names are like create. They're artists. They're creators. But Venus de Milo is a creation. Uh, like she's just she's a work of art, is what she is, kind of thing. She's an object. Is she's what an she object, is, is what yeah, she is, rather yeah, than a so person. That's exactly. what. Yeah. And I bet that's she had what. long eyelashes too. I think she probably did have. Yeah. Long Who eyelashes. was that for? <laughs> Who's the sexy turtle for? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I assume they were just gonna. They're like, oh, we want. To market these toys to kids as well. We want girls as well as boys yeah, to right. buy that the toys. Sense. So yeah, yeah. a girl turtle so girls can see themselves in the... T- yeah. But who is it? Is it for the horny teenage boys? <laughs> Who wants the sexy turtle? Yeah. Answer me, Meso. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> I knew it. I did. Busted. You walked right into my trap. I demanded and I sent letters. Said, it doesn't... Make a sexy turtle I've got to see this. That's so confusing. They're, I'm obviously missing something. And someone's at home's going, no, it's actually. <laughs> I don't think you are. Okay, but, bas- oh, but actually, yeah, but basically, uh, Peter Laird especially hated this because, like, the entire time they've been doing this for the for the you know the decade plus they've been doing it, like people have been coming up to him being like, well, if four turtles are good, five turtles is better, you know, just just this what, idea of like how? just more more stuff and more toys and more appearances and more video games and blah blah blah, and they're like, we can't. We can't. Nah. Uh, so with success, there are things that are more important than money. Ferraris. Mm. Yeah. Some things you can't buy. Yeah. Your mother's validation. Uh, so, uh, speaking of bloody. There's a little. Oh, yuck. <laughs> yeah, no good, right? 
<laughs> through a wind. Look at that legs. I think that might be like a fan art, but it's oh, still, okay. It's just sorry, I apologize. It's no good. Uh, with success also came lawsuits. Of There's some, some delightful lawsuits in here. <laughs> People, uh, I thought of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yeah, first. Yeah. Well, oh my god. Uh, so uh, this is from this is from an intro, uh, interview with Kevin Eastman from the Comics Journal uh, from, in the late '90s. Uh, apparently. At any given moment, they would have between fifteen and twenty lawsuits going at any like at any time like that. That so at that point, you've just got a lawyer on retainer. Oh yeah, they have so many lawyers. There's there's so many lawyers for contracts. There's so many lawyers for merchandising and licensing. And apparently, like every time somebody would create a new character, like in their workshop, they would have to buy it off them, and then they would have to you know arrange a royalty arrangement, and then they would have to license it in every country in the world for every. Medium, so they have to be like, okay, oh well, we, okay, if, if they've created a character for the comic books, we're going to have to create, we're going to have to license it for TV and movies and video games and board games and what have you. And apparently, like every time somebody created a character, it cost them one hundred fifty thousand dollars, and wow. just, just in fees. Um, so that was like a bonus for that for the artist. Uh, no, that that was that, oh, was, that, that lawyer was, fees. That was lawyer fees. <laughs> <laughs> but, lawyers, yeah. lawyers were loving this. Lawyers, lawyers were loving it. But basically, what would happen is if you created a character. Uh, for the comic books, but they they basically gave you an option. They were like, okay, you can either own that character because it's yours, and we'll give you royalties when we print the comic books, and we'll you know we'll we'll give you an, a created by credit uh, art uh, credit on the, in the comic books or whatever. Or if you give the ownership to us, we'll give you fifty percent of the royalties for that character forever. Wow, okay. which is basically like if they and, and this was basically to save time. Yeah, like if we if we own it, we can license it out easier, and we'll just give you royalties forever, kind of thing. And so that. That feels like the better deal because yeah. yeah, they're, right. they're, they're also going to be more likely if if the company own it, they're more likely to use it rather oh, than yeah, using for sure. your yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. It was a, there's, there's a couple of people with holdouts for whatever reason, um, yeah. but most people were like, yeah, that's, that's a also, really good deal. It sounds like they, um, uh, Laird and Eastman, were they, they'd learnt the lessons of the past. They didn't want to rip yeah, people off, exactly. right? They didn't yeah, want I to mean, rip it, off artists. And it, it was it, it became extraordinarily complicated. But yeah, they they were basically like, we can't be we can't be those guys. Yeah. And again, I and I think also if they did give control of all their stuff to to somebody else or like a, a large corporation, then all of a sudden that is what's happening. You right. Know, it's just another Marvel or DC. Yeah. They were actually they were they were. They got a meeting with Marvel at one point, and and Marvel were like, "How about you?" That Marvel had at the time a creative, a creator-owned imprint called Epic, and they were like, "How about you bring the turtles on? We'll give you, you know, it's it's you know, it's a hand-painted art and bloody bloody beautiful stock, and we'll, it's incredible, you know, and we'll give you all this creative control, and also we'll take fifty percent of the profits." And <laughs> so, what was that last bit? No, nothing, yeah. nothing, nothing, no, we'll, uh, beautiful the, stuff. Beautiful card stock. You know? oh. um, but anyway, no, look, we'll, just after that, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, in terms of lawsuits, uh, there was a um, there was a, a show called Howdy Doody, where a, uh, a, a character apparently had the, the, the catchphrase "Calbunga." Uh, they sued for a million dollars, sorry, five million dollars for, for uh, unauthorized use of the, the catchphrase "Calbunga." Sure. Wait, uh, which which way did that case go? At the turtles or from the turtles? That was at the turtles. That was at the oh. turtles from this guy called Buffalo Bob. Okay. Who at the show Howdy Doody? So Cowabunga was wasn't a just a word that I thought they lifted that from. No, they did. They lifted it from like surfer culture. So, so it was just a frip. Well, that's the thing. A lot of these are so. But th- this is um, this is what's called a strike suit, and basically what it is is you go, I'm come, I'm suing you for this, and I want five million dollars, and then you, they just kind of like faff around a bit. And then they'll say, "Look, we'll settle for fifty grand." Yeah, kind they of thing. So, right. so it's no, it's no effort on their part. They just file the motion and and 
kill time. They're just looking for you to pay them off, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To leave them alone. So apparently a lot of people would say they created the turtles. Uh, One guy said God told him about the turtles and he didn't (laughs) act on fast enough. Um, (laughs) How do you prove that? Yeah. Uh, There was a... How do you prove uh, it's not true, Jess? This is uh, is from uh, Eastman's interview. There was a guy, a homeless guy, that uh, Peter Laird knew a little bit and and he helped him out with money and, and et cetera. And one instance, this homeless guy created something like he invented something called presidents in outer space, which was, uh, and, and, and Laird drew it for him. It was like George Washington in a space suit, like with a big <laughs> domed kind of helmet. That's and fun. like, and it, and I guess it looked it, 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 in this guy's mind, it turned into a turtle and he's like, I created the turtles. So oh. I'm kind of, uh, it's a bit of a leap. And he filed a suit. This, this homeless guy filed a suit against him and kind of, Tied that up for years. They also got sued by the animation company that created the cartoon because basically those people said... We created this. Well, we need more money because everything that made the Turtles good and profitable, we invented. Oh, right. But it was also... But it was... And again, it was like this strike suit. It was kind of like, okay, um, we put the Turtles in the sewer. But if you go to, like, issue one of this comic, the Turtles are in the sewer. Or it's like, you know, we we put April O'Neil in a jumpsuit. And that's issue two of the comic, right? Kind of thing. So it's it does, always... they didn't check any of the references. So, I mean, yeah, ev- they're evidently. using the wrong examples. The yeah. color. What about the coloured bandanas and these sort of things? That like they definitely did make a lot of money. Be that's true, but that was that was Peter Laird. He did the he did the bandanas. So, okay, we yeah. should have checked that. No, <laughs> <should've> checked it. <laughs> I think that was actually Matt Stewart hand painting his oh own my gift. God. <laughs> um, Look forward to posting a photo of that on social media. <laughs> so they had to fight all these suits. They had to kind of like. They they couldn't let up because if they let one go through, they'd have to let a whole bunch of them go through. Apparently, in a lot of countries, uh, there's a there's something uh, called first to file, which is basically if you file a, a trademark in a country, even if you had nothing to do with it, and then the original owners of that property come in, you can sue them. So there was a guy uh, in the Middle East, and his name was Abu Shady. Oh, <laughs> I, I got a would, funny feeling about this guy. Yeah, and he would he would go he would look at like popular entertainment properties in the United States, and he would file them in the various like Middle Eastern countries where he he was. And then a couple of years later, like the Ninja Turtles guys would move, like, hey, we'll, we'll bring this cartoon and the action figures or whatever to to the, the Middle East. And his, this guy was like, "What are you doing impinging on my trademark?" His name was literally s- Mister Shady. His name was Mister Shady, right? And then basically he was like, okay. If you want the character, if you want the rights to these characters back, you've got to pay me, you know, x thousands of dollars, kind of thing. Crap! Have we registered for do the Middle on. East? Oh. Have we? Oh dear! For Ninja Turtles, we should do that. Yeah. <laughs> have Mr. Shady oh, got there yet? Mm. Mm. Uh, another. Wow. So uh, another one in Russia. If uh, Russia had no like, the it was like the Wild West out there. Like, there was no trademark. Basically, like anybody could rip you off. Anybody could make you their own action figures or whatever. So basically, what they did in Russia is they had all these toys manufactured in Turkey, where they had they had uh, factories, and they would literally drive them up. Like the 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 authorized Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles retailers would bring trucks in to like markets in Russia and like sell them off the back of the truck. Oh wow! And and basically, the guy the agent who arranged all that was like, if anybody gives you any trouble. I'll kill them for you. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's pretty that good. Sounds cool. I like that. That's pretty good. So they do business in Russia, yeah. all right? Uh, the Ninja Turtles attracted like mm, ripoffs. There was there was tons of ripoffs. You what? guys might recall the biker mice from Mars. Oh, I loved yeah. them. Yeah. Oh my god, Vinny sharks. was my guy. Um, I love street sharks as well. Sharks, uh-huh. yeah. 
Yeah, oh, would, yeah. Would, would, were Battletoads sort of a rip-off? They were very much a rip-off, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. Street after Sharks and... is yeah. dumb, isn't it? Oh, so yeah. I had a few toys of Street Sharks. Of course I loved them. Uh, there was in, in comic book form, there was the, the adolescent uh, radioactive black belt hamsters. Oh. There was the preteen dirty gene kung fu kangaroos. <laughs> uh, some of these were like... They're sort of spoofs. Yeah, some of them were spoofs. Which is kind of, I mean, they're spoofing a spoof. Don't spoof a spoof. Well, some, some were spoofs and some were like... Um, some were spoofs and some were like, well, if... This stuff's hot. This dumb stuff is really hot. So I'm yeah. gonna, you know, just let's make let's make something even dumber. Let's make something even dumber and exactly. hotter, like oh. a girl one. Oh, oh that's yeah. smart. Put boobs on it. Well, if a new if a new group went and did that, let's make girl frog mutants. I reckon that could have been smart, but. Biker, Mo- right. actually, Biker Mice from Mars did work. Didn't they? <laughs> that was pretty I think, big. I think so. Yeah, I was that's a fan. The... I, I had the toy of that as well. You had a lot of toys. I love toys. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to split them up with your brother? Well, uh, no, my sister Jane definitely got the Michelangelo toy. Yeah, that's how you end up doing a podcast. You get heartbroken as a yeah. child. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're a ruined person. And then you pretend you like Leonardo and Donatello, but really, we're both we both wanted Mikey. Did, did Mike Mark get Mikey? Probably. Yeah. They should have cut the boring ones loose. You know what I mean? Mm. Just got rid of them. Yeah, it's the Mikey and Raph show. Should know? have said four Mikeys. <laughs> yeah, the Mikey Bros. That's a party. Yeah. Yeah. That's right? a party. Yeah, that's a party. <laughs> uh, so at a certain point, they were like, okay, uh, this is from Eastman again. Uh, I, at, at a certain point, Pete and I were spending 90% of our time running a business that was completely overwhelming. You could never comprehend what we had to do and what we had to do it, and it was our responsibility. These were our creations. We controlled them. And if we wanted that control, we had to spend the time we had to spend. So at a certain point, like the, the guys that were making there, the comics were like, you know, hey, we're finished, uh, we're finished uh, drawing for the day. Do you guys want to see a movie or something like that? And they're like, we can't. We've got four hours of meetings after this. You know, uh, kind of like, oof. you know, we've got, we got, uh, we got licensing. We've got to do, you know, media interviews. Uh, we've, got to, we've got to deal with people, insane people suing us kind of thing. Like they were Sucks like, to be the boss. This has yeah. got a real feel of sell it and start another new small fun project. Or don't. Like sell it and just retire young and be rich for a while. But they it sounds like they want to be drawing and yeah. stuff. So they could they could sell it and and um see if they hire them back as artists. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then imagine they would start another project just for the love of art and then that does really <laughs> well. Like, yeah, like, not oh, again. Yeah. Damn <laughs> well actually uh, uh, Kevin Eastman did uh do that. He he took a little bit of time away and he created a uh, his own uh, another publishing company called Tundra yeah. which was basically like it was like creator owned and it was like all all you know independent creators come at me with your with your great original ideas for projects and basically like 70 people came like professional uh, comic book writers and artists came on board with great pitches and great ideas and it kind of got overwhelmed and he lost like $15 million on it oh. and it folded. So, Oh, that's not great. I that's great. He didn't want success. He didn't want, exactly. He didn't want success. Um, but do you want to lose 15 mil? Yeah, that's the price of but not success. But imagine having enough that you could lose $15 million. And still have a tank. Still be fine, yeah. Still have a tank. Maybe you have to sell the tank. Oh. Yeah. Not the tank. I think he kept the tank. Try and repossess the tank. Good luck. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Hi, we're here to repossess the tank. No, you're not. Just one moment. I just have to um, get something out of the tank. Uh, I left my wallet in there. One oh. sec. I'm just going to get that. <laughs> no, no worries. Hey, Mesa, this yes. this might be a stupid question. I'm ready. How do they make the swords shiny like that? It's paper. The artist? Yeah. Oh, not, like, not the ninja himself. How, you... No, the artist. How do you get that effect? It's just white, mate. So it's an airbrushing effect, but... I think. Oh, my God. 
Yeah, I know, right? Pretty. It's amazing. That really looks like it's shimmering. <laughs> Would you like to? Hear some I was almost crazy? afraid to touch it. I thought I would have sliced slice that finger. finger right yeah. open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Do you want to hear about some crazies? Because in addition to lawsuits, they also had crazies. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, the, the one of the worst ones was a guy named Chris Vigoran, uh, who said who believed that he he was riding on a bus once with Peter Laird, uh, and he he told Pete about the Ninja Turtles, and like this is this is pre mm. the big break, and Peter Laird was like, "That's an incredible idea. Here's a hundred thousand dollars in cash." Like on the bus, he's like he just carries that for good yeah, ideas. Yeah, he just did any 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 and he was like, okay, you know, thank thanks. We now own the Ninja Turtles, but appreciate it. There's a hundred grand, and this guy was like, okay, but I didn't know it was going to be that successful. I thought, I thought it was a dumb. I idea. thought it was a dumb idea, and I just accepted the hundred grand. But now it's been massively successful. I want. Forty million dollars, and he was like, "In cash on yeah. a bus." And he's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna, dr- I'm, I'm gonna drive to the, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the bus rather to the the Mirage Studios, and I'm gonna get my, I expect there to be a check when I when I get there." So apparently, he was walking around like near their offices, like at a sports bar, and he was like, "I'm the president of Mirage. I forgot where my office is. Can you can you tell me where it is? I gotta, I gotta bloody." Of course, uh, right away, sir, yeah. Mr. President. Yeah. Um, that doesn't sound sus at all. Yeah. Even if someone just said, do you know where the Mirage offices are? Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, they're just down the road. But if someone walked in and said, I'm the president, I forgot where, yeah, I, where I, it I is. Work, yeah. Also, <laughs> wear my pants. And what's the combination what? to the safe? <laughs> what's my name? <laughs> uh, then he pulled out uh, half a garden shear and started waving it around. <laughs> uh, a couple of guys tackled him to the ground. The police came, arrested him, took him to jail, and he called Mirage for bail. So that's okay. <laughs> they bailed him out, and it was back there in the morning. <laughs> and he, and okay, right away, Mr. President. <laughs> and apparently, he like he he still writes some letters and stuff. So that's yeah, that's right. Pretty, that's pretty good. The real question is, what happened to the other half of the garden chair? <laughs> that is... left it in somebody. <laughs> yeah. Probably probably left it in bloody somebody who worked for Marvel or something. Who knows? That is the real question, Dave. Uh, there was a girl from France who had sexual fantasies about the Ninja Turtles, as, as you might imagine. Yeah, duh, exactly. Would send drawings and really detailed, explicit letters. Uh, so that's 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 so pretty. She just I'd, had, she I'd had never considered them. that. How I thought Simba was hot. Yeah, yeah. I look. I yeah. I did consider that. I never considered this. <laughs> ninja turtles. Uh, a line. Yeah. Oh, sure. big time. But mm. a ninja turtle. I don't know. I mean, you, they don't have. They they got. What do they have? A cloaca? I don't know how their bits. That's and a really good work. question. I wish we asked Al a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Do you think he would know? Do you think he has? Well, he, he have all the cloaca information. He came in and he did a whole episode about penis. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Pen- yeah, yeah, penises yeah. was the plural. Was it? Penis. Penis. That can't but, be right. Apparently it is. Penis. Apparently. Penis. I think we all go peni because it's like yeah. yeah the octopi situation. Yeah. Yes, but it's not. No. No, apparently penis wow. or platypi. Mm. Not, I, don't, I don't think I, neither of those are right though. Yeah. It's platypodes. It, it makes it what? Pe- penis. It's a Greek word. Yeah, it's That's weird. Dumb. Oh. Octopodes. Mm. Makes me want to, you know, peenies. I'm Mr. Peenies. That's the kind of voice <laughs> it feels like you could only say with the peenies. It's one of those words that can only, oh, excuse me, man. That sounds like Mr. a man. Mr. Where the peenies. Walking. I'm the, I like this guy I'm the boss of Mirage and I've hit my head. Where's my peenies? <laughs> nice. <laughs> and oh. I've hit my head. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> I think there's a new character mine. It's very one dimensional. I think there's an independent comic here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that could make you a few bucks. Uh, look, eventually the stress was too much for the for the two men. Oh okay. no! All good things must come to an Almost end. Almost good. Yeah, absolutely. Do all they good don't things die. Must, 
No, they're still alive. They're doing oh, great. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah I'd love yeah. to meet them. <laughs> Good. Let's make it happen. Let's send them an email. Yeah. Um, eventually, uh, uh, Kevin Eastman sold his share of Mirage to Peter Laird for an undisclosed amount, but it was probably a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was in the year 2000. Um, the year 2000. 2000. <laughs> and in 2009, uh, Peter Laird sold the entirety of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to Viacom, who own Nickelodeon. Oh. So now that's in their hands. So they're now, they're now free. Here's the thing, though. Uh, when Peter Laird sold his, the, the entirety of, of uh, the Ninja Turtles to, to Viacom, he put a clause in his contract that basically says he can write 18 black and white comics a year, like he can create oh, them under the great. Mirage banner if he wants to, which he's done a couple of times. Oh. And also Kevin Eastman, who is who has been out of the game for a long time, there's there's currently a, 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 a currently running Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic book series, and he's writing and doing art on that. Oh, oh. cool. So I think... Well, as a subcontract going back yeah, to the start. They, they, that's really what they wanted to do in the first place, Amazing. I guess. It's like they were just like... And and I they they seem they they live on opposite sides of the country now. Like Led still in Massachusetts and uh, Eastman's moved to California. But it seems that's California. Yeah. Oh, where Raphael lives exactly in the that's OC. Right. Yeah, uh, and that's that seems to be what they they always wanted to do. And ah, after that's cool. After several decades of intense stress and churning through lunatics and, and millions of dollars. They were just like... It's a real nice story in the end. Yeah. It's a nice start and finish. A nice right? Bit of a mess in the middle. Bit of, bit of a hash in the middle, but what, yeah. The movies, are, are they... What did, did you think of those films? I've seen a couple of the Michael Bay ones, and I thought they oh, were fine. Look, I like the the first one from 1990. I enjoyed a lot. I got yeah, that on like VHS that when it came time. out. Yeah. It, it was a green VHS. I enjoyed Cause that. Because that cop's a lot of shit. But, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were kids then, so exactly. it was probably... It was sort of... It felt um, kind of adult. Yeah, it did, especially compared to the cartoons, I think, yeah. Um, I like that one a lot. That one did really well. That cost like $14 million to make, and then it made like $300 million. Right. And the, the rest were kind of declining in quality and yeah. also in, in uh, box office returns, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, That movie was actually turned down by pretty much every major studio. Really? Like Disney and, and, and Warner Brothers and et cetera. Even though it was such a hot thing. Yeah, because a couple of years prior... You'd think so because they're making they're making billions of dollars, kind of hand over fist. Was this Howard the Duck's doing? No, but it was it was uh, He Man's doing uh, because uh, a couple of years beforehand they'd made a He Man and the Masters of the Universe movie with Dolph Lundgren in the role, and again uh, that was the hottest. That was a hot hot property, yeah, and that bombed like right. super hard. Yeah, so. it does. Like thinking back to it, it got so big from being this stupid light cartoon, and then mm. they kind of made it into this gritty. Sort of realistic, but also still obviously ridiculous. Hyper real? Is that what that is? Hyper realistic, mm. yeah. But it, <laughs> I, I did love it as a kid. I watched it a lot. I had it on video and played it a lot. Yeah. Taped it off the TV. Had a, had a number one hit single, T-U-R-T-L-E Power. T-U-R-T-L-E My partner's in crime, K-R-Y-M-E. Pretty good, right, Jess? Got it, yes. Yeah, you never heard of that, but I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that song was badass. Yeah. (laughs) Look, I'm sure I've missed out on a lot of stuff here, but if you have any questions about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, now's now's your chance, your one and only chance. So So who's who in the Turtles? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) No, Thanks, not Leonardo. (laughs) So you you said they're going to refresh the series for another movie franchise? Again, yes. What's the deal? Is is it going to be Bay again or a, a full refresh? Uh, no, it's going to be. It's not. This one's not a sequel. This is a reboot. So I think Bay is out. 
Oh, he's probably cool. doing another Transformers movie. Because he, there was a. Did you remember when he was rebooting it? He wanted to make them aliens. I do remember that. Yeah, and there was and he got a lot of kickback. Yeah, yeah. I was like, why? Just that might have also been like a like a ruse. Yeah, like the you, blue you give you give them the worst possible yeah. options, and then people write. You go, then, oh, actually, oh, maybe I will make a mutant. Ninja and then they go, all right, we'll let you make them snowboard snowboard down the mountain. Yes, well, I guess they probably would do that. Mm. Um, yeah, I thought I thought those films were. You know, as <laughs> probably pretty much ex- exactly what I thought they were going to be. Exactly, yeah. But I, I love the idea. I'm always excited of a, for a reboot. <laughs> Aren't we all? But you don't know. No one's attached at this stage. Not a single person, no. Oh, love that. <laughs> no one wants it. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Venus de Milo will be attached. Oh. They they have, uh, since uh, Viacom have acquired the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, there is now another female turtle in the comic books. Her name's Jenica, and she's she's been much better received. She okay. just looks like the other ones, right, except she's a girl. Right, that makes more sense. So, that's good. Yeah. But how do you then know that she's a girl? High-pitched girl voice, and she's got a bow in her head. There we go. Yeah. Yep. What, what colour? Pink, pink yeah, what colour's the mask? The mask is yellow. Uh, so, yeah. Nice. Right, and they go for five because it's the same as the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? I think they did, yeah. yeah. That is, they just needed one more, I think, the, the next presentation. Uh, if it's going to be successful, it's going to be five. It's got to be five. That's a, the magic number. Yeah. Four, ugh. When's a foursome ever been successful? <laughs> um, 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 uh, nah, I doubt um, it. Yeah. Uh, here's a little fun fact for you. I might mm. round it out with this one. Love a fun um, fact. In the 1980s, the first pitch Eastman and Laird got for a film treatment was from uh, Roger Corman, who's the famous kind of schlocky uh, independent film director. And the idea was that the Turtles uh, were going to be played by men in, in turtle shells and, and, and green makeup. These men were going to be... Billy Crystal, Bobcat Goldthwait, <laughs> Sam Kinison, and Gallagher. That's okay. fun. Yeah, right. So I was gonna... <laughs> it's weird, right? That would have been real weird. Super weird. Yeah. So strange. Mm. But yeah, maybe because they, I mean, they kind of were into subverting stuff. So maybe. It, yeah, like maybe, maybe in another almost... universe. I, yeah. th- I think if if this hadn't kicked, if the if the 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 insane Ninja Turtles empire hadn't kicked off the multi-billion dollar mayhem. I think if they'd stayed indie and yeah. hadn't been sellouts, this could have been the thing. Yeah. It would be like, hey, remember that movie that Sam Kinison... Maybe the, remember the last movie Sam Kinison was in before he died? He would have been Raphael, just... no doubt. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm. Uh, Bob Goldthwait would have been Michelangelo, I think. Yeah. Oh. Well, Billy Crystal would have been leader. Leonardo, yeah. but who's Gallagher going to be? The watermelon guy. He's done it. He's the nerd. All right, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah. watermelon guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's the nerd. He's yeah. The nerd. Um, oh, that's a great report. Thank I you. Didn't, I didn't know really any of that. Well, I knew. I knew they too existed. Too much of that. <laughs> Thank you. But also not enough of that. That was fascinating. That was fascinating, right? Hey, would... I'm sure I've missed a bunch of stuff. I made no. some notes that I didn't quite get to, but... That is one of those things that you can never get to all the stuff, especially no, with that's something true. so rich. I didn't even cover the Archie comics. Uh, there were two. There were two. Wait, what does that mean? Well, in they they in conjunction with the cartoon, they also made like a child friendly Archie comics version of the Ninja Turtles. So there was like the grim oh. and gritty version running at the same time. There was like a kid friendly oh, version. I nice. wonder how many grandmothers accidentally picked up the wrong one at the <laughs> supermarket. Were like, oh. Oh dear! Oh no! I'm trying to um, figure out. So 2009 is when he fully sold it. Yes. And then and then that would have been when they started developing the Michael Bay. Yes, I think. But, so. but there was also that um, uh, CGI series. That was 2007 a, a movie. That was oh, right. TMNT. That oh, was, I saw that at that the was, cinemas. That was the last. That was the last movie kind of under the the the, the guidance of Peter Laird. And right. I, I think 
That did, like, the critics really liked it, I, I remember. That that one was more about... You can't get it. It's not It's not available online. I tried to watch it recently, oh. and it's not on any of the streaming services, and I don't think you can... You can't seem to buy it on iTunes or anything. Oh. That one was more about, like, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles becoming, like, sad middle-aged men. That was uh-huh. really, really made you think that one. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, thank you so much for that report. What a pleasure. Thanks for, thanks for having me. Thank you, Mesa. Would you like to hear a fact, a quote, or a question? Yes. Oh, well, you're in great luck because this is the time of the show where we do <laughs> a fact, a quote, or a question. What's the segment called? Jess has got a jingle for it. <clears throat> fact, quote, or question. Ding. And this is a segment where um, one of our Patreon supporters, at, who can support us at patreon.com slash do go on pod, and they, uh, if you're on the Sydney Scheinberg uh, Memorial Deluxe Rest in Peace level, you get to give us a fact, a quote, or a question, as well as so many other things like voting on two of the three topics we do, and uh, you get into the Facebook group. And all this How many people give a quote? Uh, quotes are the least common. Mm, um, the Donatello. Fact is the most common. Mm. Then because people want to tell you things. Yeah. Then yeah. question, and then sad old quotes. Yeah. <laughs> Poor old <laughs> sad quotes. loser quotes oh, sitting in the corner. Quotes, yeah. Oh, pick me, pick me. We won't. No quote. one's picking your quote. Yeah, quotes. You nerd. God damn it. Um, no, some people do sometimes. <laughs> Just trying, <laughs> no one has in a long time though. I'm just looking. I don't think anyone has in the last few months and no one is in the next man if you want to get read out on the show do a quote just well, for novelty's sake sure yeah what's the best quote you ever heard on fact quote a question oh man as what? if i remember what's a quote you've ever heard at any point <laughs> in your life just say it was from this who's gonna know yeah um i remember once someone quoted themselves which i really like oh, that's good <laughs> that's good imagine yeah. having that level of confidence oh, yeah. i can't that's I buying it. a tank level of confidence yeah I feel, you know Uh, But this time around, it is a fact, and it comes from Christian Goodyear, and uh, he also gets to give himself a title, and he's given himself the title of VP of Procrastination, bracket, I'll run for president later, bracket. (laughs) That's good stuff, Christian. That's good stuff. That's good. That's the title he keeps on giving there. I love that. I wonder if that's all part of the... very (laughs) Goodyear. He nailed it. And his fact is, geez, it's short but sweet. I never read them until I read them. I'm saying it, sweat. I don't know what it is. It's short, though. Um, There is an estimated 300 sextillion stars in space. Well, that's a sexy fact. Mm. Wow. I'd never heard that number before, sextillion. But that makes me assume it's it's big. Yes. Mm. I also don't fact check any of the facts. I shouldn't tell them that. Because that's going to maybe... Please give us real facts. I think you could tell. I think if somebody gave you a fake fact, you'd know. Yeah, you know I mean, you, you'd know you're, within you. You're pretty streetwise. You that could, would be yeah. a weird fake fact to give. So n- you aren't all looking at me quietly laughing that I'm saying a fake number sextillion. No, I think that's a that's a real. Yeah, Dave yeah. would know. He's a mathematician. Mm. A mathematician. <laughs> uh, I, I copyrighted that phrase. Thank you so much. <laughs> but in all I'll, territories, I will make territory. I will make the remainder disappear. <laughs> <laughs> Christian Goodyear, that's a great fact. So short and sharp. I reckon that's the most succinct. Jeez, I, I don't know why I go for that word. I can't say it. Mm. It's the same as orangutan. I Because uh, I do a podcast that's a lot about movies. I often have to say the word well chore- cho- choreographed. <laughs> Choreography. Oh, yeah. 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 It's very difficult for me. Photography. Photography. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Abominable. <laughs> oh, yes. You know, it is. I, can't, I just can't say the word sixth. 
Yeah. Dave, you just said it then. <laughs> I don't know if I did because every time I think I'm nailing it, these guys go, that wasn't it. No. One more time. Give us one more. You, Henry the Sixth. Yeah. yeah. I think you I think maybe you were saying sixth. <laughs> you were you were you were cutting out the I've made zero effort to change my ways mm. and now I'm getting it right. I don't know what I did. We well, bullied it, India. Yeah. yeah, that's it. See, a lot well, of people say bullying bad. Bullying works. I think we show bullying, bullying good. good. Mm. Bullying. A lot of people say bullying bad. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much, Christian Goodyear. Uh, and we also like to thank a few Patreons at the end of our episodes. Mason, would you be willing to thank a couple as well? Yes. Jess normally gives us a little game to play. Maybe uh, we give them some sort of a thing mm-hmm. based on the topic of the episode. I think we should give them a bandana and a weapon of choice. Oh, yes. yeah, great. Yeah. We didn't really talk about that. Okay, so Leonardo, yeah. blue with the two swords, as Dave said. Oh, you thank know you. what I didn't talk about? Nunchucks. Nunchucks. Oh, Michelangelo. Yeah, briefly, uh, when the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, if, if we have time for more things, yeah. when the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie came out in the UK, people were very surprised because up until that point, they'd known them as the Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. Oh. Was in the UK, that's what they're called uh, because what? apparently they, calling something ninja in the UK was essentially against the law. Because that ninja promoted like it was like a crime. It was it was it had cr- connotations relating to crime, mm. and so like that was a very much a big no no. So if you if you look at like wow. the intro for that cartoon at the time, they've like really crudely like scrubbed out the nin the ninja part, and they've like it looks like they've white out in drawn it in with white out hero in there, and all references to ninjas are taken out in it because there was a there was a there was a, a censor at the time for the. British, Sensei. The, the, thank you. <laughs> of the British Bureau of Film Classification, who had a thing against ninjas and specifically against nunchucks, okay. like for whatever reason, like when he, uh, when he, his his wife ran off with a nunchuck. With a nunchuck, maybe. <laughs> like when uh, when uh, he became the head of the BBFC, he uh, recalled all copies of Enter the Dragon, the the uh-huh. Bruce Lee movie, because he's got nunchucks in it. Yeah. Uh, even though that movie had been out for like six years right. at the time, like he it, recalled it. He recalled every <laughs> copy. He's like, "But well, this is banned now. You have got to bring it in." Um, he also <laughs> is it amnesty. Yeah. That? He also there's a, there was a movie in the eighties called Dragnet. It had Tom Hanks in it uh, and Dan Aykroyd. And in that movie, there's a scene where there there was a Enter the Dragon poster on the wall that also got censored because he hated he hated nunchucks. So That's much. weird. That's so, so, so how weird. do people like that get those jobs? I don't know. He's just seems so strange. It's so just, just, it's just forceful and like he can make the tough decisions, I guess. So if, if you bought a copy of, uh, if you saw a, all, all the posters for Enter the Dragon in the UK, he didn't have nunchucks in his hands. He had a stick, like just one, a twig, one stick. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and and so this was a problem for the Ninja Turtles because obviously Michelangelo has the nunchucks. So in the like all references to it in the cartoons had to be removed. And the the Ninja Turtles cartoon even got kind of like more and more. Right, I like, remember in like the cartoon he went from nunchucks and then he suddenly just had like a grappling. hook. He had a tool. grappling hook, which was like the step. They all had a grappling hook, but that became kind of his standard issue. Yeah, weapon because, very boring. Because weapon. they basically, well, basically, they the the creators of the cartoon were like, well, if this is going to happen in the UK, it could happen anywhere. You know, we we better we better alter this cartoon so it's less offensive to people. But the sense is like two swords, love it. Yeah. Oh, hang on. Uh, that that you doesn't know, I, make I any sense I at all. This is my favorite story of all time. So, oh, uh, if I can find it. Talk about yourselves. I'll favorite know. story of all time. Of all For time. me, it's probably Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> <laughs> Star-crossed lovers. Oh Will they? Won't they? 
<laughs> they were on a break. <laughs> nice. Is there ever any doubt about will they? <laughs> yeah, first couple of... Will they, won't they kill themselves? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, that's... But maybe it's a story for another time. That's but, so uh, inner, the nunchucks. I... Yeah, they're, they're sort of the fun ones. I remember in the first film, pretty sure it was the first film, he, there was sort of a, a nunchuck off between Mikey and one of the Foot Clan. Yes, and exactly. they so um, he was like the the, the Foot, so they're in, in the full black suit, and he's sort of showing off a bit with his nunchuck. So Mikey then does a trick, and then it's sort of oh. a back and forth thing, and it finishes. He he wins it by. Basically, like you'd spin a basketball on your finger, he spun the nunchucks on his That's finger right. yeah. with the chain part yes. touching his finger. Well, and he were... just sort of like was blowing on his yeah. nails well, nonchalantly. You were, you were lucky you lived in Australia because in the UK they didn't get that scene. Wow. If, also, in the second Ninja Turtles movie, they, they were like kowtowing to censorship. And so most of the characters don't even use their weapons. In that movie, oh, right. and there's a scene in that. <laughs> They're just talking. Out. Yeah, there's a scene in that in the second one where Michelangelo, rather than using his nunchucks, he has like two sausages like together, <laughs> and he spins them around like they are nunchucks. The British version they cut that as, out as well. Oh my god! Because <laughs> it was too. Uh, hang on, because probably uh, vegans. Yeah, because quotes. <laughs> uh, oh, it's so weird and amazing. Yeah. It's just one man having this weird... Just having a weird day. Because apparently, according to him, uh, Furman stood strong, insisting cuts of this scene... uh, Insisting cuts of the scene had to stand because of concerns that the sausages would look like weapons to any streetwise (laughs) eight-year-old. That was like an official British... But he was okay with swords. Well, that's the thing. They were the least deadly weapon in there. They were like tiny, pointy... um, I mean, all tritons are pointy, but they're like... They're like triple stabbers, Raphael's thing. Yeah, right? yeah, triple stab. So anyway, this is my this is my favorite, and I'll I'll leave you guys on this. But uh, this is a story from film classification in the UK. Maybe I should have done the whole uh, report on this. But uh, they, they had a meeting about this because they were like uh, like some of his uh, fellow employees were like, my kids are saying you're ruining these movies. You're ruining the cartoons. Like they're just a bit of fun. There's no crime or whatever. Uh, so. In an attempt to swerve the director from his chosen path of non-nunchucks, an examiner now decided that extreme steps had to be taken. Halfway through of one of the board's meetings on weaponry, he reached into his pocket and slyly produced a pair of the dreaded chain sticks. He then started to swing them around above his head, but unfortunately the chain immediately got caught around his neck and the examiner nearly strangled himself. <laughs> but even after this peerless demonstration of the weapon's self-destructive capability in the hands of an enthusiastic amateur, Furman was still not persuaded to desist. Finally, in exasperation, the examiners told him that there was no evidence from the police or the courts that the weapon had been used for years. Ah, replied the imperturbable director, that shows the success of my policy. <laughs> so that's that's bureaucracy for you, am I right? That's incredible. It's PC gone mad. That's anyway, back the, to shout-outs. That's, that's much like the Homer's rock that prevents um, oh, bear tigers. Yeah. tigers. Or St. Saint Patrick got all the snakes out of Ireland. Yeah, right. There's never any snakes out of Ireland. Or maybe, or maybe there is. I don't actually know. I don't know. Maybe somebody could send a fact in. That would be so That'd good. Be sweet, yeah. But um, so let's thank a few Patreons. Please. And you, what was your idea, Mesa? We're going to give them Bandanas all. Bandanas and weapons. A, yes. a colour. Yes. So we need to come up with eight different colours. Not possible. <laughs> well, we've already eliminated blue, red, purple, well, we orange, them. and yellow. Yeah, I mean, if they sound like a Donatello, okay. we give them a Donatello. All right, great. Yeah. Eight different shades of brown. Do you want to kick us off, Mesa? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, where are we? So uh, yeah. up here on the white one. Okay, right. One, uh, this is a Vanessa Hackett from Long Beach, California. Oh, oh there's a. 
mail. Oh, there's form. a full address. Yeah. All right, and our email. Address. <laughs> okay, cool. That bit is uh, that's confidential. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah. All right, we'll hack it. I'm thinking oh, like mach- machetes in each hand. Oh, hack it. Yep, yeah. Hatchets no, are good. In What's a hatchet again? Is that like an axe? Like a little That's axe. A little yeah, axe. two hatches. Two, two hatchets. Yeah. All right, let's split hatchet. One hatchet. Wow. One machete. machete. That's, machete. that's okay. awesome. Yeah, right. that's badass. What does a Vanessa sound like? What color? What color? Uh, Vanessa. Uh, I'm getting a lavender. I'm getting oh. turquoise. I was thinking lime green. Well, wow. we're never going to come to a conclusion. Wow, we've just here. taken three of the. You've got the deciding vote. Okay, well, it's striped. It's lavender. <laughs> it's diagonally striped. Uh, turquoise lavender. Uh, that would look the, quite the, nice, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would, yeah. We've gone big early. We've used yeah, up. Right. I just said, are we going to think of it mm. eight colours? We've used burnt three you on one. You did this. You all did this. And we've burnt two weapons and three colours. That's right. On one. Vanessa, thank you so much for your support. Um, Vanessa's on the Facebook group. And if you are one of our Patreon supporters, um, you can uh, also join us on this Facebook group, uh, the Patreon. Do go Patreons. Mm. On God, Facebook, that's so good. There's Before a link on the Patreon page, or ask me for it if you need it. Just on the street, yeah, at the shops. <laughs> Yell at me from your car. What's a what's a Patreon group called? So thank you so much, Vanessa. Who else would you like uh, to we've thank? We've got we've got Anya Kojis. She's she's from Brunswick, but not the Brunswick you're familiar with. The Brunswick in New Zealand. Oh, oh Brunswick, New Zealand. I'm ah. familiar with Brunswick in mm. uh, New Jersey. Yes, but there's also a Brunswick in New Zealand. New Zealand. <laughs> 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 I'm doing the harker here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a flightless bird over here. Nice. Okay, what I else? I don't know do any there? New Zealand uh-huh. weapons. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. A jandal. But they don't yeah. their cops don't carry them. I don't think they I don't think they're a big weapon nation. I think they're peace loving. Mm. They're love loving. You're right. They're kind of the better us in a lot of ways. Oh, in in every way. What better about, mountains. What about better a, rugby? What about a, <laughs> yeah, a yo-yo? Better cricket. Oh, a yo-yo. Yeah, okay. yo-yo. Yeah, yeah. But okay. like, if you if you like sweet sweet tricks, but also if you want to, you hit someone in the head. Really yeah. 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 yeah, it's Walk just incredibly precise. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Color? What color? Oh. Anya. Oh, well, I, uh, all black. Oh. Yes. Oh. Black's the best bandana anyway. Mm. Yeah, goes with everything. Yeah, yeah. It really does. And it's that's... very Melbourne, actually. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, classy. Uh, yeah. Anya, Anya. Thank, Thank you so you. much, Mason. Thank you so much, <laughs> Anya. Good Anya. <laughs> Is that what basically what Dave went for? <laughs> yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. But just uh, slightly better. All right. Uh, on to you, Matthew. Well, I'd love to thank from Croydon in New South Wales, Beth Hal. <laughs> Haywood. So not the Croydon I'm thinking of. Yeah. No, that's I, I feel like this is going to happen a bit. Oh, I'm Croydon here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Beth. Um, Beth Hal Haywood from Croydon. What are you thinking, Beth, Jess? What kind, uh, of, kind of weaponry? Weaponry? I'm thinking a bazooka. Nice. Oh, wow. Nice. That is great. That is... Open up a whole new dimension of weapons we can use there. Yeah. Sensor is going to love that. Bazooka. Okay, yeah. that's fine. It was only nunchucks. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, bazooka, no worries. It, yeah. Fine. Great. That's Great. awesome. Oh, I love a bazooka. Yes. Yeah. And what color for Beth? I was thinking silver. Silver oh. and bazooka. That's a good combo. I like you know that. Yeah. I mean? yeah. That's, that does feel like when they're really taking it up a notch. Yeah, this yeah. feels like a modern day Ninja Turtle. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. I mean? Oh, like somebody's got to be so Rose now. Gold at so some now. point. Oh, Rose Gold is so in. I yeah. love it. Yeah. She says with her rose gold iPhone, yeah. <laughs> look at me, piece of shit. Silver <laughs> Ninja Turtle. Thank you so much, Beth. Uh, and I'd also love to thank from Abbotsford, but not the one you're thinking. <laughs> oh, what? Abbotsford in British Columbia, Canada. Well, that's the one I was thinking. 
<laughs> you weren't thinking the Abbotsford not far around from the here. corner. Oh, <laughs> what are the chances? <laughs> I'd love to thank from Abbotsford Matt Peters. Matt Peters. Well, when I think Abbotsford, I think the Abbotsford convent. Yes. So I think maybe some sort of large crucifix. Oh, <laughs> yes. Swing yeah. Oh. Like a rosary bead, but like oh, a rosary really bead big on chain. Rosary yeah. bead. Rosary yeah. bead. Made yeah. out of titanium. Yeah. With a crucifix on the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, well, if I think uh, Abbotsford, I think of Abbotsford stout. So I'm thinking like a deep brown. Yeah, nice. <laughs> nice. Foamy. I'm Foamy. pretty sure the nuns at the convent wore brown. Yeah. And light blue. That Perfect. makes sense. Oh, brown and blue. Yeah. Those nuns. It looked like a school They're uniform. never going to pick up wearing those kind of colours. <laughs> yeah, those stupid nuns. It is nuns. Um, <laughs> um, hello. Um, you're going to be celibate the rest of your life. Oh, you know what I mean? Virgins. Yeah, they yeah. do sound like they're probably, probably virgins. Pack of virgins. <laughs> Thanks, Matt Peters. Uh, thanks, thanks Matt. Peters. Probably not a virgin. Not there's anything wrong with that. I know we have a lot of virgin listeners, probably, <laughs> and I'm not making fun of them. I was one of them once. Yeah. Were you? Wow. Feel like might no. still be. I'm you not even that, saying. You thought I'm this not. was a safe space for you to admit that, but it wasn't. <laughs> virgin. <laughs> Can I thank some people as well? Please, yeah, please. That'd be, mean a lot to me. I would love to thank from Remington, VA. Virginia. Virginia. The original state. Oh, I'm such an I idiot. think. wonder nice. if that's also Remington is where like uh, electric razors come from. Uh, my hair straightener is a Remington. Whoa. Yep. Whoa. And my hair dryer. Wow, they diversified. Mm-hmm. Mm. I would love to thank Andrew Loving. Oh, oh I love nice. love. I love right, he's love by name, chainsaw by nature. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. He's yeah. like, well, he's a real sicko. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible chainsaw impression, but you get the idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's I do the uh, noise impersonation. Yeah. Yeah, right. sorry, sorry, give us a, give give us a, a I'm so sorry. It's <clears throat> embarrassing. I mean, you me. were pretty close, actually. <laughs> it was close enough. <laughs> um, yeah. Mine sounds like a vacuum is stuck on a peanut. Yeah. But a, a chainsaw actually sounds a little more like this. Holy shit, I like shat myself because I thought there was a chainsaw in the room. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, 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 it was mad, actually. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. So oh my god! There. I also got the petrol smell. Yeah, mm, yeah. somehow. How have you done that? Did you fart at the same time? No, I, I bring in. It's a whole three day experience. Been, just been drinking kerosene. Man of a thousand noises and six cents. Yeah. <laughs> the, the noise is always accurate, but it's mostly petrol. I don't know what's going on there. Oh, Andrew, loving. We love Colour? you. Colour. I'm yeah. thinking like oh. a like a crimson, like a very deep burgundy oh, yeah. kind of red mm. for all the blood from oh, the chainsaw. Started <laughs> white. Oh, I mean, can't sure. keep, can't keep it white. Yeah, with all the blood. I'm thinking love you, you two looking. went very different. I went for because he's chopping people up. But yeah, Matt yeah. was like, oh, because he loves. Because mm. he loves no... chopping people up. Yeah. Yeah. And, he's, <laughs> and he hates washing. Yeah. So red. Oh, God. Right. Who does um, so thank you so much to Andrew. And I'd also love to thank from Columbus. What's GA? Oh, Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. Herbert Covington. Oh, detective. Herbert, detective Herbert Covington. Covington. I love the detective Herbert Covington. He's a frequent uh, tweeter, a frequent retweeter of all of our stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Herb, mm-hmm. we appreciate that. Yep. And Love Herb's work. Weapon-wise, maybe. Oh, um, I was thinking Herb, so like a Herb rack. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, good, good. I like it. So he's it. got access to spices, which you can throw in people's eyes, but also it's a physical rack. Yeah. You can just- 
hit people yeah. over the head with. Yeah. Oh, and he mostly yeah, has the spices sneeze. at the start of the fight. Towards the end of the fight, they're just... It's yeah, just, that's right. Yeah. At the start, like, there's peppercorns, yeah. there's nutmeg being thrown. Cumin. Yeah. Cumin. But it's a little bit like um, Captain America's uh, shield. Like, it returns to him. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> no, Cap's, Cap just throws it in a certain way that it comes back to him. Well, who's to say Herbert doesn't have the skills to exactly, do that? Exactly, that's know? what I mean, no, yeah. Right? yeah. Exactly. So yeah. thank you to Herbert. Thank you to the man of a thousand spices. <laughs> we appreciate that. <laughs> Finally, I'd like to thank a couple of people, if I may. You've Absolutely. all had a go. I reckon I know what to do now. Uh, could I please thank, from New York, and not the one you're thinking of, oh. the one in the United States of America, oh. in New York State. Okay. Camilla Jones. Camilla, Camilla Jones. Jones. That's not so far off uh, an actual character. Casey Jones. That's true, yeah. I was thinking it's not so far away from Camilla Parker Bowles, but yeah, right, yes. (laughs) Also that. Uh, Also relevant. Combine, let's combine. Hockey mask. Yeah, hockey mask. Uh, Also like. Golf clubs. Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bowler hat. Bowler hat, exactly. There we go. And a love of Prince Charles. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. Yep. A bit bit like uh, Odd Job throws the hat. Throws the hat. I get confused with her and Fergie. No, Fergie. Fergie's in the Black Eyed Peas. Okay, yeah. Yeah. She's not the one with Prince Charles. Yeah. That's no, Camilla Parker. One of them's very familiar with the London London Bridge. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that London London Bridge. That London London Bridge is going down. Yeah, I think so. I don't oh, know what it's. That's a shame. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Camilla Jones. Gym, so. <laughs> so she got a hockey stick. She's yeah. got a, and a, a bowler hat. I wrote, in the movie at least uh, the original movie. He had a. I think he had a bag of golf clubs. Maybe some yeah, hockey and sticks like, in and there like as a well. cricket bat in there. He's got a cricket bat. Oh, in cricket bat! Yeah. I love that. Oh, old, man, like old Blighty, you know. Yeah, that's right. Like yeah. Camilla Pucker Bowls as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And a color. And a color. Uh, I'm thinking like a like a like a mint green. Oh, like, that's beautiful. Like, that's like, nice. like a like a like a pant suit would be. You know, yeah, pant suit mint green. I love a mint green. Fantastic. And I love yeah, You could go to the mint. races. I love the yeah. mint as well. Love mint yeah. chocolate. Thanks, Thanks Camilla. The place where they print money. Oh. I love the mint. Yeah. I love all mint. Thank you, Camilla Jones. You complete us. I mean, not all mint, obviously. Not all mint. Hashtag no, not hashtag mint. not all mint. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one for our Kiwi listeners. Yes. Not all mint. <laughs> do you think they put a T at the end of do. men? Yep. Because yep. yep. they mint. say, they, Kiwis say... Women as woman. Yeah. There's a lot of woman here. I know that. I, I do always find I, that confusing. Whenever I'm as a like a Kiwi stand up or something talking, or just a person. Yeah. I'll I will not get past that word. They'll keep talking for another few minutes, and I'm just like, woman. Yeah. <laughs> mean women. <laughs> Is this Joker up here? Right. Well, Matt, I don't see accents. Okay. <laughs> you are better than I. You're the person, best yeah. of us. Dave, bring it home. Finally, I have saved a great name for last, all the way from Sacramento, California. 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 Here we come. (laughs) All the way from Sacramento, Alicia (laughs) Hall or Alicia Hall. (laughs) Alicia. Oh. Alicia. Yes. It's like Silverstein. Silverstone. Silver. Silverstein. Stein. Mm. Alicia Silver? Berenstein. Stone. Berenstein Bears. Bears. Yeah, Berenstein Bears. Uh, Alicia Hall, thank you so much for your support. And the weapon of choice, Meso, what are you thinking? Oh, we've had Christopher some... Walken dancing <laughs> in a fat boy slim film clip. That's yep. the colour. That is the colour. What's, what's the weapon? Um, well, well, um... 
you know, in that other uh, Fat Boy Slim film clip, everything's all exploding. Yeah, just a bunch of those. Oh, he great! He just brings in like a free wow. and just explodes. Into Alicia, you were yeah. so lucky to come on last. Yeah. So we're going to go into one of those um, paint places where they'll make it their color paint, whatever you ask for, and we'll go um, a paint shop. Paint shop. <laughs> <laughs> What are those uh, those colour places? Sorry, a paint witch doctor, yes. <laughs> that's not in my vernacular, sorry. Um, so, I'm not using that word right. But um, you go into one of those paint shops and mm-hmm. say, could I get uh, – I want to paint my living room mm-hmm. in Christopher Walking dancing. Yes, in the Weapon uh, of Choice the, video clip. In yes. the Weapon of yeah. Choice video, and they'll do that for you. That's right, yeah. That's how good they are. I mean, they'll sigh deeply before they do it. Not again. Want, don't you want just beige? Yeah, we've got beige ready to go. I don't just you want hogs bristle? That's what my parents have all over their house. What? Hogs bristle. That's not true. Yep. That sounds like a Harry Potter spell. It does, and that's the colour. Hogs bristle, sir. <laughs> How lovely. Oh, <laughs> Potter, Mr. Potter. <laughs> Hogs bristle, sir. Matt has recently watched all of the Harry Potter Good films. Good for you. How'd yeah. that go as an adult? <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much for seeing me that way. I, I, I quite enjoyed them, mm-hmm. um, and then was sort of unsatisfied a lot at the end of you know you know it was like I like I sort of like the idea of it. Oh, I've never seen the last one, so I, I like the I idea how, of it. And and there, there was a great scene where uh, Nick Cave was playing. And uh, Hermione was dancing with one of the guys, either the red-headed one mm-hmm. or the uh, main character. Right. Harry Potter. Harry yep. Potter. I can't and, and they're in a tent, but it was bigger inside. I really like that. Were you watching Doctor Who? That's no, it. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Thank- I think I just like that song is all it was. That's a good song. Yeah. It was a good song. Yeah. But um, look, let's let Meso go. Okay. Um, thank you to everybody who did does support us on Patreon. If you want to, you can head to patreon.com forward slash do go on pod. Um, do go on pod is all of our social medias. It's our email address. Um, just look it up. You'll get there. Yeah, look it up. Do go on pod.com is our website. Everything's there. Yeah, we got merch. We got tickets. We got beautiful pictures of our faces. Yeah. Well, cartoon form. You yeah, they drawn by other people, so oh. they're actually, they're a bit better. Totally. Yeah. Um, let us know on the social medias if you're if you're a turtle head. I'd love to see some uh, photos of you wearing face paint as a child. Yes, maybe or as you... an adult. Oh, even better. If you want to make do the extra step, do it and, today. And do, it do it today. Yeah. yeah. Don't we have a photo? Fo- we've shared a photo of you in a Ninja Turtles. No, that was a, the Green Power Ranger. Uh, of course. I've got. Right. There's a photo of me with uh, Ninja Turtle face paint as Aww. a kid. That's all. I'm, I think I'm just looking for an opportunity to share a photo of me. <laughs> I didn't realise that's what I was doing, but, but that's probably what my brain yeah. was trying to do there. Yeah, we want to see it. Oh, if you're sharing them, maybe I could yeah. maybe <laughs> yeah. share one of mine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe and, you could share some uh, some personal vulnerabilities uh, and tell tell us those ones. Oh, okay, we'll oh, okay great. Oh, oh you're, here to, you're listening? Feelings? Is anyone who's got feelings? I'd like maybe share those, eh? Wow. Yeah, this could be a whole new me. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, anyway, thanks, everyone, for probably especially Meso. And this also yeah, wraps up the block for another year. Isn't that sad? Does it? Is this the end of block? This is the second last week of block. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? Unless you've decided to release it in a different order than what Jess and I were thinking. Maddie, have you come up with an additional report for Block? Like the most the most epic block there ever will be. Yeah, I thought that like our, a fifth our block. most requested topic was coming up next week. Oh right. I just assume Meso goes last. All right, we're gonna oh we're recording him in order. 
I love this. <laughs> <laughs> I was already going to be confused about trying. I was going to try and do some sizzle. Like, um, I go, I predict next week. Oh, my God. I'll get sidetracked by meeting the creators oh of the Ninja Turtles. Oh, my God. That would be so good. If Maybe do it anyway. Just in the next episode. <laughs> just, just constant sizzle to something that will never happen, eventuate. Happen yeah. the week before. Yeah. yeah, great. All right, I'll do that. Yeah, cool. Thanks so much for coming for the penultimate. What a pleasure. Uh, Thank you, Nick Mason. And I mean, some want... of the shine has been taken off it now that I know I'm not the last one, but all right. Yeah. You were the last one last year. That's what I thought it was our block tradition. Oh, okay. Go out with a Mesa. Traditions are made to be broken, in my opinion. <laughs> that's what they say, isn't it? That's yes. why you're the best. Yeah. That's what they say. <laughs> that's, why, that's why you're all the best, because <laughs> of that weird, dumb saying you have. Yeah. If we want to <laughs> hear... misremembering things is the, why I'm the best. <laughs> If we want to hear you every single week, Maso, uh, you have you a fantastic go podcast. To, uh, uh, you can go to the Weekly Planet. I don't know. You can go to your podcast uh, app and you can uh, find the Weekly Planet uh, where we talk about movies and uh, comic books and TV shows and such. Would you ever have done a Ninja Turtles special? No, I think we reviewed the most recent Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, which I didn't mind and I got a lot of hate mail oh, for not minding it. really? Yeah. With the eight. Not How dare you have an opinion? I will never do it again. Yeah, don't do it. But um, <laughs> more importantly than my dumb podcast, uh, if you're interested in saving the, the world a little bit, uh, Planet Broadcasting is doing a fundraiser uh, to uh, to uh, ease the, uh, the the fact that we're all burning up in the world's, the world's burning and we're yeah. all going to die. Uh, so we're, we're raising money to build a, a seaweed farm, which uh, apparently, if the science checks out, we can, all live there. we can all, all live there. We can all live in an octopus's garden. Exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, but you can go to planetbroadcasting.com. We were up to like $56,000, which is pretty, pretty impressive shit. thanks to the, the, all the listeners. So that's, that's really good. Wild. And the, the, uh, the, the Intrepid Foundation, which is helping us do this, is uh, matching that dollar for dollar. So oh, every time, if you, make it, if you donate a dollar, and we'd appreciate that, they'll, they'll put in a dollar also. Who's the Intrepid Foundation? Is that the charity? That yeah. is the charity. So the <laughs> yes. charity is spending. What they they're donating it to themselves. Yeah, I think they must be. That's so good. No, I think it's a third party, and I it think Intrepid. A, yeah. a third party. They're linked right. to in the Intrepid Travel. Yes, oh. that, you know the uh, travel yeah. company that yeah. does tours and stuff. That's, yeah. that's their right. ch- charity yeah, arm so of them. Oh. Yeah, oh, that's great. They're funneling some of their their Contiki profits into. Uh, <laughs> that's all this, good. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Turning good times into good vibes. That's right. Well, that's not anything. All right. So um, please finish this. All <laughs> oh, good things have to come to an end. Well, we'll put a link to that uh, fantastic charity in the uh, podcast description, as well as all the other links to Mesa's other podcasts, The Weekly Planet, and our website. You can buy tickets, all that stuff that Jess said. But until next week, we'll say thank you, Mr. Mason. Oh, thanks for having me. What a pleasure to have the fourth slash fifth Beatle in the room once again. But until next week, I'll say thank you and goodbye. Later. Bye. Bye. Love that. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want, it's up to you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.